Hello. Welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash rolltogetherrpg slash schedule. Please do leave a review, and we look forward to adventuring together.
Hello, and welcome to the Wreckage of Mithranor. My name is Chris, and I'll be your Dungeon Master tonight, and I use they-them pronouns. We're thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG. Well, how to describe the Wreckage of Mithranor? It's a love letter to computer RPGs of my childhood, including uh, the Baldur's Gate series, the Pool of Radiance series, Neverwinter Nights, um, taking a specific location from Pool of Radiance, and then putting a modern spin on it. So um, the ancient elven city of Mithranor has been lost to time many a time, and is so once again. And a group of unlikely heroes in this case will be heading there to try and uncover more secrets. I hope you enjoy the adventure. For those who are new to Dungeons & Dragons, everyone here is playing a fantasy character in a fantasy universe. They all have their own unique character sheets in front of them, which tell them who they are, what they can do, their deepest, darkest secrets, and what dice to roll. They'll mostly be rolling a 20-sided dice, and you should be seeing a little number ticker up here in the corner when they do. Uh, 20s are good, 1s are bad, everything in between is on a scale, so feel free to boo and or cheer depending on what's happening in the story. And while they play their characters, I, the Dungeon Master, will play literally everything else. So anyone they encounter, any monsters they have to fight, any uh, weather patterns, story beats, anything else, that's all me. So um, you'll see me playing a huge number of people alongside them. Now, I'm very excited to introduce you to the cast of The Wreckage of Mithranor, so without ado, here they are. Hi, I'm Nat, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Ildrathne Elendor, who uses she, they pronouns. Eldrathni is uh, an elf, definitely an elf, definitely not a dampier at all. No, mostly elf. Um, and also a cleric and a little bit of paladin and is currently traveling with a very, very ancient elf on a mission to go to the renowned city of Mithranor. Hi, I am Rebecca. I use she, her pronouns. I am playing Ava, who also uses she, her pronouns. Ava is an Azamar, a warlock of the undead. She currently has uh, a dead patron, stolen powers, a massive vendetta with her god, and the Wand of Orcus sending demons after her, so that's all fine. Uh, some people say that she's evil, and I've no idea why, she just has a lot going on. Hi there, I'm Nate. I uh, I use EM pronouns and I get played by G, uh, who also uses EM pronouns. And uh, well, I'm I started off as a wizard, right? And then I hung about with some druids for a long time. And then I hung, hang on, wait, no, that was when I became an artificer, sort of for a bit, more like an apprentice. But then I didn't really finish my training. Uh, and well, most recently I made a warlock pact. And well, I've been in some bands and stuff for, for a while as well. So I suppose you could say I'm kind of like, a, I like getting into a lot of different stuff. Hey, I'm Niall. I play Anson Rain. Uh, both of us use he, him pronouns. Uh, Anson is a divination wizard and a little bit of fader thrown in there. Um, yeah. Once found out that he is um, a descendant of, <laughs> of an ancient Netherese wizard, uh, undead mummy, and uh, is, well, not a descendant, but a clone, and is currently struggling with that whilst, uh, whilst you know, being a little bit obsessed with magic and mythlars. Hi, I'm Evie, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Ephemera, who also uses she, her pronouns. Um, Ephemera is a reborn druid of spores, um, and being reborn was killed, sacrificed to orcas at some point in the past, and through a wacky 
series of events is now traveling with her good pal Ava, totally a, not a terrifying angel person with a wand of orcas being chased by demons. Life decisions have been made. Don't know if they're good. And there are all of our lovely players. Before we dive too deep into the story, a couple more AOB to go through. First, a word from our sponsors. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at HeroForge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of their collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com. And just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials. It's all great stuff. You should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. You can be playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. We are also supported by Warriors of Waterdeep. Take your team of warriors on a quest spanning the Forgotten Realms, all on your mobile. Power up your teams with items, work with your guild to defeat hordes of enemies, and test your metal in the arena. And to make all of that work, you need gems! As we frequently say, the hunt for gems is real. Pop exclamation mark wow gems into chat for a link to collect free gems and get yourself that nice sword you've been looking at or revive your heroes against a deadly foe. Download link exclamation mark warriors of Waterdeep in chat. 
We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons and Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign, and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track the characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying. You're a DM. You've done this before. You know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday and Friday at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Europe, and 2am Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we run TTRPG streams for three hours. And on Fridays, we run our talk show, Talk Together, for one hour. Our TTRPG streams can be one-shots, four, six, eight, or 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. We are Roll Together RPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat. Help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar, or one gold piece, and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan Discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners. Um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favourite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are of a different gender to their own, and while we aim to avoid misgendering, we do acknowledge that it does sometimes happen, and have a company policy in place for correction, should the need arise. If you think we've missed anything, please let us know. You can drop us an email at RollTogetherRPG at gmail.com or just pop something into chat. We're always open to hearing about how we can do things better. We use the TTRPG Safety Toolkit as part of play. If you put exclamation mark safety into chat right now, there'll be a link to it, or you can uh, ask us about it on any of our social medias. We're happy to share it. It is uh, created by uh, Lauren Bryant and Kiana Shaw, and is an absolutely excellent way to play safely at your tables, and we couldn't recommend it more. If you pop exclamation mark safety into chat as well, you'll also see a link to content warnings. Uh, this campaign does sometimes stray into the dark, especially party PvP, party and party conflict. 
So uh, do check that out and see if there's anything there you'd like to avoid. Anyway, without further ado, here's the intro. Welcome to episode six of The Wreckage of Mithranor. Look, everyone's smiling, everyone's happy. Wait till the game starts. <laughs> it's been going really well. Uh, we've been having a lovely time. They've, the characters, they've arrived in Mithranor with their ancient elven guide, Nazaril, who is fine. Definitely fine. Nothing wrong with them at all. They definitely weren't pretending to be too, too weak to talk to an elf who comes from here, despite the fact that they claim to come from here. Yeah, it's all definitely fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong there at all. Nor oh, that, what's happening? <laughs> nor did that lead to a humongous inter-party argument where friendships were sorely tested. No, none of that happened. It was, it was all fine. Everything's fine now. And to quote Han Solo, how are you? Anyway, um, the party have entered Mithranor. It is still locked behind a uh, strange shield made of a combination of a Mithal Mithalar, which is a Helven high magic and a Netherese magic battery kind of thing. But we'll find out more about that as the characters get closer to it. Um, the party were travelling through tunnels under the city and the surrounds, a bit like a metro tunnels, if that helps you. And uh, they were overrun by demons and devils forcibly working together, carrying laser weapons and grenades. Apparently they got them from some kind of hippo person who is also in here, but more on that as the players discover more once again. Anyway, they're in Mithranor. They're trying to make their way to the castle, Castle Cormanthir, which is in the centre of Mithranor. They've just come out from the tunnels because the way was blocked by a shard of broken Netherese city and have seen the city around them. They're currently in a street. Those buildings are about three storeys high, as described. Lots of metalwork keeping the buildings together. It's all very light and very airy, um, like sort of early modern... Um, Brutalism before it became blocks of concrete when it was like van der Seckler, turns of spires of iron and that sort of thing. And in the distance, uh, you can see the crashed nethery city that takes up a huge amount of this space, uh, mostly in pieces, but some larger chunks. And you can probably just about make out where its impact site is. Um, older design pieces, swirling buttressed stonework with trees moving through it that looks more like, say, a castle than anything else you can see at the moment. But yes, the five of you have made your way out of the tunnels and are currently mighty cheesed off with each other. That's where we'll pick up again. What would you like to do? The city is messy, broken, out of time. I think as we've just come up out of this this hole and sort of take taking everything in, I think Ildrathne is having a proper like Laura Dern in Jurassic Park kind of just... I feel like there's the music underneath as well as no, we're taking it all in. The, the terrible whoa, version. Is it the harmonica version? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kazoo. It's a kazoo. And then Nate yeah. rushes in with a little <laughs> selfie. Hang on, hang on. I've got glasses. I can do this now. So um, as you... Because he takes his glasses off really weird. He sort of grabs them by the yeah, centre yeah. and sort of jerks them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a Jurassic Park. <laughs> really big reference for anyone who's a fan. Also phrasing. Mm. I enjoyed the phrasing. 
I missed that entirely. Good. Um, anyway, um, the city's in front of you. It is darkened. Um, you can see that the light above the dome. The dome has kind of an unearthly glow, which gives a sort of almost street light style quality to the roads. But uh, it is start dusk is starting to fall. You've spent a long time traveling in the tunnels. What would everyone like to do? The city is in front of you. It is dark. There's the occasional sort of um, creak of abandoned metal. Um, there's clearly some movement in various places, but you can't see anything specific that draws your eye. Nate, did you say there was someone somewhere nearby that might be safe to have a little stop for a while? We've just been climbing for some time. Um, yeah, I. Uh, me, this map here says that there's just some kind of just up and just up ahead. There's a nice place we could probably be safe for well as long as we need. I think. I hate to ask a pedantic question. Nate, is your map three-dimensional? Does it have the ability to show levels of the city? Because this isn't just like a there's a house with a door in the front of it. This is a space where there are buildings where sometimes <laughs> a building's inaccessible from like a walkway, a level up. Mm. It's a bit of a maze. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, according to the, the rules of the map case, mm -hmm. magic item that I have mm -hmm. replicated, um, like it gives a map of the area and like notes about useful stuff. Perfect. Um, um, you would have to go sort of a couple hundred meters down the road and up a walkway onto a platform, the, um, the sort of a raised platform, a bit like in a mall or, or something similar mm. that goes around some of the buildings, not all of them. And uh, you know that one of the buildings that you can see in that place is abandoned. There's nothing in there. And it looks like a relatively safe, safe space where you could easily rest, according to your map. Like... Can I, is it sort of within sight? I can like point Bizarrely, you can point up at it and say, we've got to go down there, up there, and around there to get to it, but you can point it and it's like maybe 50 feet-ish above you, um, slightly to the right. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just sort of up there. Do we need to stop? I thought urgency was important. I mean, I'm not feeling too bad, but uh, Nezrelia seems like they could do with the rest, I think. They could, but I also don't think they feel quite as bad as they seem. Well, it's a little bit harsh, don't you think? Um, I am very exhausted. You are, but we did all see you sort of faint when Samalji didn't want to talk to you came along. <clears throat> are we having a pause because an explanation is due? Is that maybe more why we need to take a pause? I'm happy to do so. It would be good now that we're up topside to get a, a view of the lay of the land, at least. So it would be good to do that in a safe position. Nazareth, we... we didn't actually ask. Do you feel like you need a break? Um, I think if we take a short break, it won't do much for my exhaustion. Even on a longer one, it'll take me some, some longer days to recover, but... Can I check if they're telling the truth? Sure. Is that insight? Yes. 27. <laughs> they are physically exhausted. That is not pretense. They are genuinely exhausted. Um, they're still a wily fucking piece of work, but um, they are also genuinely exhausted. Opening okay. the um, barrier definitely took it out of them. Okay, I just narrow my eyes and just kind of... <laughs> yep. And they're still perched on um, Nate's flying disc. So, so then... Um, Lead the way. All right. 
so I, I'm still pushing the floating disc, sort of like a wheelchair. Um, you can make your way to the walkway, head up it, cut back uh, slight, uh, one level up. Um, those of you that can fly, are you just flying up or are you walking with the others? I don't have a fly. You're going to fly? Yeah. Cool. You fly up the others walk. Uh, as you walk towards the stairs that go up, um, you can see that these stairs, the first step appears to be slightly shorter than an average staircase in a weird sort of way, and the oh. top one seems to flatten out strangely. Um, oh. Nate, you're an artificer. Give me a, um intelligence check. Arcana would be fine. That's uh, 19. You think that at its height, this stairway might have been automated, that it might have escalated people up, so to speak. Oh, that's clever. Hey, Nezaril, did this, like, used to move this staircase? Yes, it would, have, it would have done. Um, there was magic used for all sorts in Mithranor, um, lighting, uh, as you saw from the tunnels, fresh air, fresh water. It's a place of many marvels. Are we talking about the first time it was occupied, or the second? Oh, the first. Um, the second time was very much trying to clean up the mess, and then never really got very far. Hmm. I'm just going to run my hands along the handrail as we go up. It's rusted, and um, the it's definitely old and, like, breaking down. But as you run your hand over it, there is a certain amount of, like, this is still very finely worked metal in a way that you're a forge master, you wouldn't know how to do to make it that detailed. It's not like someone's not sat at a forge and hammered this out over, over years. That's not a thing that's happened. There's something else going on that you don't quite understand. Probably magic. Mm -hmm. Ava, as you fly up and over the walkway, um, as you fly towards it, you can see that there are a couple of points along it where it sort of zips slightly, slight electrical sort of Hmm. Interesting. You just fly over it and land down. Uh, I might stay hovering and see what happened when whoever's at the head of the party walked into one of the zips. Uh, they're only over the um, place, place space where the walkway opens out into the open. So they're just between on, on the banister between the walkway and oh. the open air. Then yeah, I'll land. As you go over it, there's a faint zip, and it tries to shock you, but it's it's running so low on anything at all. You get a faint sort of tingling, ooh, but um, nothing more serious than that. Great. Do we see this? Does it have yeah. a visual thing? Right? I mean, it's like a little sort of a very, very gentle spike as we all walk up to Ava. Did that hurt? No. It, it wouldn't. It was designed to scare children away from leaning over the balconies. Ah. The society was designed... designed devices to scare children? No, it was designed to stop people from getting hurt. Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought it was much more interesting for a moment. They're not going to respond to that. Um, on this top level, on the ground level, the houses looked somewhat like houses, somewhat like buildings. It was very hard to tell what they were because also a lot of damage and debris. On this level, because they're off ground level, um, some of the buildings you're walking past, there's glass, massive, massive windows that take up almost the entirety of the front of some of these things with 
what look like um, wooden maquettes or figurines that seem to be wearing quite what once were not quite nice clothes and are now a bit moth-eaten and um, worn away. Um, as you move past the place that Nate is pointing out, um, the glass is intact, where on some of the others it is broken, and the door, as to where next to it, is um, closed. We headed through there? Yeah, just in there. I mean, I guess I would try the door. Uh, as you open the door, there's a faint ding-a-ling. Okay, must have been a shop, I suppose. I suppose so. Um, uh, yeah, I'll walk inside, mm-hmm. <clears throat> having a look around. Uh, it looks like it's been ransacked. Um, anything that was in here has been taken or torn. It looks like it was sort of like a, like a quite a high-end clothing store. There's more of these, um, what we would refer to as mannequins, um, wearing the remains of clothes at various points. Uh, some have been posed, not in sort of crude, awful ways, more like um, slightly peculiar, like there's a bunch of mannequins sat around a table that look like they're having a conversation. Um, just a little bit That's odd. That's creepy. Just a little bit weird. Just a little bit weird. Um, not like like picking each other's noses or anything like dumb like that. No, having a conversation around a table. Yeah. Um, there is at the back a sort of what looks like a desk or bar, and on it is a strange um, mechanical-looking contraption that appears to be stuck to the table. And uh, none of you would have seen a, a till before because people didn't have tills in the stores at this point. They would have like money boxes and stuff. This is actually a till. But yes, there's a door at the back seems to lead into a back room, but the whole place appears to be abandoned. There's quite a thick layer of dust everywhere. You get the sense this was ransacked a long time ago. I mean, I, I trust Nate's sense of uh, of picking things out, but I'm going to ping my divine sense just to be on the safe side. Sure. Um, While we're in this space. <laughs> I'm sitting to say, one of the mannequins. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing there. Uh, it is a, it is clearly an abandoned space. Um if you poke your head out and look back at the other shops, it looks like this one, it looks like this walkway ends just after this one, so this shop would have been, like, out of the way unless you knew you were looking for it, which means it looks like it's not somewhere that gets checked a lot or bothered a lot by people. Very good. Uh, we'll just sort of clear a space, I guess, if that's... Do you, do you move the mannequins away from the table? <laughs> Let me turn them facing away from where we're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, what's everyone doing? Are you aiming to have a short rest, a long rest? It's up to you. Nezaril will um, stay sat on the... Um, they appear to be sort of off... They appear to be off again, like not quite focused, not quite there, but um, if Emory's insight was very high, there's a certain amount of... Now, what am I going to say going on that they're sort of trying to work out the best way to talk to everyone about everything, if necessary? It's circle time, story time with Nezaril. Sorry. I don't, I, yeah, Does sorry. If I'm going to say that? If I'm going to say that. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no, actually, that is a quite in character. I would yeah. just sit down and just say, so I think it's time for you to tell us a story. Oh. Well, this is, um, all right. They get up off the, um, what's it called? The floating disc. And, um, they sort of, their shoulders drop a little bit. Um, Ildred, this is, 
there's nothing about the way they're moving or behaving that would be a surprise to you at all. Um, to the rest of you, they suddenly don't look quite as old and frail and forlorn as they usually do. Um, it's not like a huge transformation, Kaiser Soze. It's more of a, um, just a little, some of the, I'm old and no threat to anyone fades away a little bit. I didn't deceive any of you. Didn't lie to any of you. We are here because I wish to return home, but Mithranor is not my home. Chris, sorry, I'm going to really compl complicate your life right now. Uh, Nate is, again, going to subtle spell casts detect thoughts. No, that's fine. Um... This is not Nazareth. So I will tell you. I will tell you for any point they don't speak the truth or they're being um, evasive. Yeah. Um, and the others can tell you how they are feeling if and when they want to, <laughs> or if and when you ask. Frankly, that's how that spell works. Yeah, I might. I might. Depending on things Nazareth might say or people's reactions, I might just go, "What's Snake getting from that?" Um, I don't know if all of you are aware of. Um, happens to elves when we die? Only vaguely. We are born again. Our souls recycle. We are allowed to go to Arvindor, to our heaven. We are guided on the way, and then Corellan doesn't let us stay. The elves are being punished for having the temerity at one point to side with someone else. It doesn't matter. It's Lolf, but it's really, I can assure you, not my main god had anything to do with Lolf. That is a world aside from my own. I couldn't care less about that. Karelin is wrong in this. It is wrong to not allow us to die and stay in our heaven. I... I'm old enough to have seen all of my previous lives, and they are all filled with sadness and pain. Because we may never transcend, move on. We're forced to exist again and again and again on the whim of a god and a mistake thousands upon thousands of years old. I wish to change that. That is why I'm here. I do wish to return home. That was not untrue. I believe from a very young age that some combination of elven high magic and netherese magic would be the way to do this. I still truly believe that. And I know we can find that here. We can see the shield around us. In a way, interacting with it in the way that I did was reassuring because it means that I can interact with it my theories are correct it is something interactable with if you see what I mean so I wish to use that power to challenge Corellan and return to my true home when you get there how are you planning on um, persuading Corellan to let you stay 
the ancient Netherese had a propensity to poke gods. But that was just a mythola. That wasn't... That wasn't enough. I think with a mythola it might be enough. I don't necessarily wish to kill Corellan. That would be gauche. I do want him to listen. And so far, I've not been able to make him listen. With that power, I think I can. Hmm. If we're being honest and truthful, I am not... My memories... I am more than just an elf. I have the memories of Labellus Enereth. I have the memories of the god of death, the elven god of death. Now I am no god. Maybe I'm some kind of piece or shard of one, I don't know. I've never known. But I feel that pain of being outcast vividly like it happened directly to me. This isn't just hyperbole in an old elf wanting to die with dignity. This is something I've been working towards my entire life. I apologize for the subterfuge. It's never my intention. I'm sure you can understand. I've never spoken those words to anybody because, well, people would think I was not quite with it. Hopefully you don't. But I am willing to answer any questions you have or um, apologize for any misunderstandings that may have occurred. How do you expect to do it? I can interact with Elven High Magic. I know the rituals. I know how to do it. Aye, but there's just one of you. Elven High Magic is done by at least 12 priests. Well, I assume there are some still there. The Bailnorns must be doing something on that regard. And also, I have with me the only two people that I have ever known to have successfully joined with the Mithalar and use its power. That's a lot of hope. You think a Bailnorn, the ones that are dedicated and remove themselves from Corellian to serve Corellian and all else will help you chat to Corellian? The god that doesn't want his people to chat to me? He does want us to talk to them. Just not stay once we die my memories of Corellum, knowing him while he was alive when I was Labellus Enereth I have memories of them being conversant of um, listening to debate answering question I feel if I can reach out to them I might get more of an answer or at least the ability to go maybe this has gone on long enough she used to speak to me. For everyone's benefit, Corellan uses all pronouns, so... Nazareth, 
Why did you not tell me about these other memories before we came here? I could have... I could have asked Firecloak about it. I wouldn't have spoken to anyone about this outside of the city. That's no slight on any of you, it's, uh, I didn't think anyone would believe me or help me. That's all. You know, you still haven't told us what you aim to do to get Carillon to talk to us. And I'd be, uh, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't fallen for someone's goodwill before, telling us that they meant the best and that they were here to help everyone and, you know, make sure that everything was okay, but just failed to really mention how they were going to do that and the details of that. So, how do you think that using a myth and a mythalar and myself and Nate and a potential Bailnorn are going to actually get you to talk to your god, which you could do anyway. You know that a mythalar functions like a battery. It holds power, yes? Mm -hmm. It allows for the casting of more powerful magics through it. The ability to alter reality, yes, you've experienced this. It has a lot of clocks, and that is a trademark for, for <laughs> calling them chickens. <laughs> <clears throat> the Mythal allows not just for the alteration of reality, the Mythal and the casting of a Mythal and the using of a Mythal allows for intervention. Divine in nature, it is a divine magic. It is something that we can use to directly pierce into Arvindor. To speak to Corellan directly, not through intermediaries, not through plaintive mortal pleading, but as equals. So you want to burn a hole for the time and space to get to your heaven that has been locked off for you. And you want to go into Arvindor unannounced and talk to Corellan. That's one way of putting it, yes. Okay, and once you're on the other side, diet, job's over. I have no need for my self-preservation. I'm not long for this world anyway. This is my last chance. Aren't you the one getting us out again? Well, if I have the power that we speak of, it wouldn't be too difficult to, I mean, as a thought make sure the five of you are survived. I still have two questions that you haven't answered, one rather greater than the other. Let's start with the small one. Why did you not want those rather gullible elves to recognise you? What were you afraid of? Because they wouldn't recognise me. I'm not from here. But they didn't recognise us either. What's special about you? All it would have taken was one of you saying, we're here with Nezaril. You must know Nezaril. They're from here, don't you? Beyond that, 
I want to get to the castle as quickly as possible with little, as little fuss as possible. All of these different factions and interactions don't interest me. Second question. In this great plan of yours, how exactly are you planning on repaying your debt? Because it sounds to me like once you do it, you're not coming back to help me. And it also sounds like you need this book study to be able to affect it. Book? What Anton, his style of magic, he doesn't... Oh, I see. ...have any, he just reads it. I don't know exactly what's going to happen when the Mythal and the Mythala interact and give me the ability to do this. I know that when you are connected to a Mythala, thought becomes reality. I am aware that I made Eldrathne a promise that I intend to keep. I am aware that I have made you a promise that I intend to keep. I intend to keep all of these. I also feel a certain amount of... I don't know if I am a god or not. I don't think I am. But if I am, or I have the ability to interact with Labellus in any way, there is someone who can also affect the changes that you asked. That's a lot of ifs, and I don't like a lot of ifs. I want to attune to this Mythalar as well. I don't trust any of you to do it for me. I have no problem with that. Is it possible? I do you need Anton's books? I mean, like, I've done it, and you know what? If I've done it, I don't see why anybody else can't. You spent some time in study, didn't you? I mean, a little bit, but it never really agreed with me. <laughs> it is a matter of will, I believe. Oh, well, that won't be a problem, then. Assuming the plan to punch a hole into Avondor succeeds, do you envision this being a an open portal a, or a two-way street? What, what happens if anything that is in here can get in? Sounds fun. Avondor is a realm of gods. This is a city of mortals. There is nothing in here that can challenge them truly, unless it has the power of the Mithala and Mithal. None of like those... I need to be able to stand on level footing to be able to say my piece, Eldrathne. I have memories and words that are not my own. It, memories of a past where I stood up to Corellin and said, this is wrong. And he didn't listen. And I want the opportunity to do it again, even though it wasn't me who did it. Because I believe it is my soul that is doing this again. I'm sorry, I understand that to a certain extent there is some faith required here and you have no reason to give me any at all. But that is mine. All right. What is the worst case scenario? What will you do if it fails? Die. I will die anyway. I am 
very old. They're held together by spit sawdust and a couple of good charm twinkles. At some point, it won't matter whether it's in combat with something I cannot defeat or simply from becoming too exhausted to carry on, I will die. You die, you are reborn. Eventually, you start to remember this. Will you try again? I have to hope that the next incarnation, whatever it is, will um, remember and decide to act upon it. But we're not supposed to act on our past memories. It is supposed to be taboo, something that we dream of when we are children or when we are very old. I've dreamed of it my entire life. I think we're far beyond the realms of taboo here, darling. Understood. Do you think you've tried before? I have memories of trying before. How far did you get? They're not pages in a book I can turn. They come unbidden. Of course. Sometimes close, sometimes not close at all, as far as I can tell. I guess for uh, for Nate's benefit, um, I mean, Ildrathne's mind has been racing through this whole conversation, trying to figure out what she thinks of everything, whether they believe them or not. Um, yeah. Okay. If she goes silence, silent, now it's literally just trying to figure out what do I do with all of this information? Um, I have one really specific insight check I'd like to make, if that's all right. Sure. Ava is pretty confident that their lovely speech about just speaking and pleading my case as equals, they're going to kill Karanen. Ava wants to know if that's just her knowledge of people's character, or if actually she can detect any of that. Sure. Uh, 26. Their first instinct is to talk, but there is enough passion and fervor behind their words that if talking didn't work, action might be required. Great. For Nate's benefit, Ava is on board with whatever Nezril wants. Anna is okay. here for this. She is suddenly feeling more loyal to them than to any of you. Um, Does that include oh. ephemera? Yeah. Right now, right now, and potentially only right now, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe this is, it's maybe too deep, uh, a thought. Is it, is that because of Eva's past experience with gods? Do you want to push? <laughs> no. You can re- probably extrapolate pretty well, given what Ava has said, that yeah, okay. someone who has I'm, the power to break Nate's into the heavenly that, realm and kill a god. I think it's more of a, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I think it's definitely fair to say you have sent no sense of personal beef with Corellan. It's the yeah, concept yeah, yeah. and how she can use it that is the thing that's got her on yeah. board. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. If you're okay with it, I think how I would define this, we didn't need to roll for it because we talked it through, but would be 
am I smart enough to understand from whatever has said in the past to go click, 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 ding, um, without pushing any deeper than I would allow, have allowed a, an intelligence check, but you didn't need it because you as players went, I'm okay if you know that, so it was covered. All good. She's not a subtle lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, and since we're talking about it then, I think how, how are Ephemera and Anton feeling? Um, Ephemera has a big mess of jumbled thoughts at the moment, like they're going very, very quickly, but the crux of it is probably feeling very small and insignificant and a kind of, but what, but what about, um, the other people? I don't think you're considering the whole picture here and just kind of feeling sorry for herself a little bit. But there's a lot of very fast thoughts going that I'm just a bit confused. Okay. Thanks. Um, Anton's listening mainly, and then occasionally a voice will talk about needing to keep it for themselves and that they need to kill Ava. Ava can't be allowed to have this. And then Anton's voice says something along the lines of, I think I'm going to die. And then it's very still after that. And then he looks over at Ephemera and out loud would say, Ephemera, you haven't said anything. What do you stand on this? Which part? Well, Apparently, we're going to go potentially break into a heaven, confront a god that's set down divine rules, and I'm sure we'll be completely happy with that, and potentially give a... And then a look at Ava, your friend, the power to do that as well. Just upsetting the, you know, the balance of the universe. Regular Tuesday. The thing about the balance of the universe, though, is that within it exists the power to unbalance it. So that, by its very nature, must also be part of the balance. You know what happens when a god dies? I know, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. <laughs> I don't have to if you don't want to. No, I'd like to know. Sorry, sometimes I can sound snarky and I don't mean to. No, I... Uh... I was the same when I was studying. When a god dies, something takes its place at all times. And that's not always immortal. Sometimes there's other gods, and they'll kind of look at Nezero and other beings, and they'll look at Ava that will get there first and they're not the ones that you always think will be there. Sometimes it works out well, sometimes it doesn't. So, where do you stand on that? It's quite a big thing to form an opinion about on the spur of a moment. Hmm. I kind of feel like we all need to sit down and have a think because I'm feeling a little bit overloaded. Is anyone else feeling overloaded? Aye, and Anton's gonna get up and walk out. <laughs> Front or back door? 
Okay, uh, front door. Out onto the balcony. Yeah. Um, can you... What's your passive perception? Anton's? Yeah. Dog shit. Uh, I think it's only a 15, maybe a 16. Give me a sec. Oh, level 13. What's your oh, passive? it's a 16. Oh, it's dog shit. It's 16. Um, stepping out, night has started to fall. This bluey-green glow does suffuse the sky. It obviously never gets completely dark here anymore. Um, you can hear some voices and movement down in the street, and you can see a couple of the uh, demons and devils with the um, body armor just sort of snuffling around looking at stuff. They don't look up at you, they don't notice you at all, they're not looking above that because they don't think of three dimensions, why would they? Uh, so they are just moving around the space below. That's all you see for the, at this point in time. I think I'll just hang off the edge of the balcony without getting zapped. Mm -hmm. You have to lean out pretty far to get zapped. Okay. It's for kids. Uh, inside the shop. Ava has just... Um... Oh, no. Nah. Are you muted? No, that just spoke very quietly and then it didn't. Oh. Sorry, Nat, <laughs> do you want to... I'm, I was just going to say, Eldrathne is just sort of leaning on their hammer, looking kind of a bit lost in thought. So, Ava is exasperated by the fact we are waiting, apparently. He's just going to find a patch of wall, sit, and, yeah, wait for people to get their basic personal needs out the way so he can carry on with the thing. <laughs> And really hope that there's not going to be a little come by our session. I think the tech thought is still up and you get all of that, Nate. <laughs> oh, that's a point. If tech thought is up, Nate, what you got from Anton's like big important warning. Oh yeah. Ava had not thought beyond defeat Calamvor. Mm -hmm. Anton's but things will fill the void. Makes Ava go for the first time. I could do that. Anton meant the Hag Queen. Yeah, yeah, but Ava had never stopped to think, and what she heard was sometimes mortals can do it. No, I just mean for the detect thoughts, for <laughs> Anton's sorry. detect thoughts. Yeah, he was he was thinking he he was like, oh, Ava's gonna he's gonna say this, and Ava's gonna think it's her, but it's not. It's all the things that have sovereignty over. I know that Ava doesn't know this, but as a player, please, can you tell me whose voice it was? Was it the Hag Queen's going kill Ava, or is that is that okay? I was a little, yeah, I was a little I'm cheeky with that. Just checking. So I was like, when when I was describing the voice, it was like basic. Just, <laughs> just checking. Just around. Just checking because I wouldn't Which put it past Nate you. Nate would recognise. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Rebecca. Yes, Nate. Nate would recognise Rayan's voice because it's Anton's voice, just more snark and more like. Um, Manipulative, it was, yeah. It's a slightly skeletal version of Anton's voice. <laughs> you fools! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Deal with that. Said <laughs> <laughs> it was complicating your life. I mean, clearly, I was just complicating my own life by casting thoughts. <laughs> Last time there were a lot more conflicting things. This time it was basically we're all in a room chatting. It's quite easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nazaril is sat on the floor. They're sat cross-legged. They will have entered Reverie almost without noticing that they have and are doing what they always do in Reverie and uh, having strange conversations with themselves or others that aren't there. 
They were very exhausted. But they are, for the time being, completely defenseless. Just letting you all know that. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to them and cast Greater Restoration to get rid of one of the levels of exhaustion. Not say anything. Do they notice? Um, how do you cast Great Restoration? Um, I think... Uh, A lot she... tickle behind the ear. <laughs> <laughs> you feel a bit better. <laughs> no, she just walks up. Um, kneel, kneels down beside them and, and just places a hand on their shoulder. And again, it's it's that sort of, that warmth um, of the, the fire magic that a lot of her magic sort of feels flamey um, and it sort of trickles through um, and that and that's it she won't say anything um, as you put a hand on their shoulder and start casting the spell and the warmth washes over them uh, they'll put a hand on your hand they won't say anything they'll just put it there I'm gonna stay kneeling next to them cast silence on myself because I'm wary that there are things around and um, and they're just going to sing none of us can hear it it just looks like I'll just cut my mouth open in strange ways <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a very important point is it, is it a particular song? Um, yeah, it's some, something um, elven, operatic. Um, Religious or secular? We've had this question before. Yeah. Uh, well, this is the thing. Um, Ildrathni is not sort of a, a cleric in the practicing priest of a church sort of way. Um, so it's uh, it's secular in the same way that some of the um, some of the operas that deal with matters of religion. Sure. Are secular, so there is there is a hint of of that. Um, really, just write about it, but it's definitely more. So, you'd see it at the theatre than sing it in a in a temple. Yeah, most of Requiem. Yeah. <laughs> I was imagining um, when I am laid in earth, a Dido and Aeneas. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Don't know it, but sure. Oh, Aeneas. it's pretty. I will send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. None of you can hear that, but you can see that Arathne appears to be singing. I think Nate would probably go outside to talk to Anton. Reckon. As you uh, as you step outside, it was completely silent for a second, and suddenly, oh, it's noise. Um, Anton is leaning out over the balcony. Uh, on the street below, um, Anton, you can choose what to do with this if you like. Uh, the demons scurry off on one way down a road, and the road you are on does have a T-junction in it where the hole in the floor is that you climbed out of. Um, you see five what look like shadows with humanoid features sort of <sighs> breathe their way along the street. They don't notice you again, and they're just making their way the same direction the demons and devils went. Mm -hmm. You just see that happen. Just going to pass that on to you. You can do what you want with it. I, I know what that is. Because of my knowledge of Nethery's shades, so would Anton. Cool. It their shades. 
Yeah. Uh, shadowy remains of um, humanoid intent. The city of Thultanthar that crashed here was known as Shade. They were big into that stuff. The two of you are out there. Oh, you'd have to speak in Whisper, obviously, because you are I was gonna in say, a dangerous place. Yes. Um, so, we'd be whispering. Um, You're welcome to talk normally on stream. It's fine. I think by this point, the detect talks has probably worn off. It's only 10 minutes. Um, uh, so, at first, we'd just kind of like go over next on the railing next to Anton and kind of look, watch watch what Anton's watching for a minute. Um, and then eventually kind of how uh, how are you doing there? Not happy. <laughs> yeah, sorry if I uh, well things got a bit hectic back there and well I didn't want to like tell everyone but I kind of did a like little poke around of Nezaril's thoughts when we were with that bunch down in the tunnels and well it's been it's it's been a sort of enlightening experience to be honest uh I felt I had to just like act in the moment I didn't really have a chance to explain myself sorry I understand And, so, well, what did you find out? Well, uh, I mean, it's probably not a surprise that he's not quite as... Not, they're not... It's probably not a surprise that they're more with it than they make out to be. they definitely got some, some plans. They know what they're doing. Or at least they think they do. And for what it's worth, like, you should probably know as well, actually, that I was doing the same thing during all that in there. And I mean, none of that seemed like lies, not from their point of view. But I really don't think they have a very clear idea of how they're going to get their point across. They just think they'll have all this power and they'll be able to get it done. And I mean, maybe they're right. It's like saying maybe I was right. Maybe you were. You spent the last few months telling me I wasn't. No, but I'm just one person. I think you weren't, but... <sighs> I'm not a god, and even gods are wrong about stuff all the fucking time. You know what I hate, Nate? What's that? I hate... being lied to. 
fucked me way too many times. And what I really, really hate is feeling responsible for people's lives when they die. And I know that there's a part of me that doesn't. That let that go and did some heinous shit. You know, it'd be too easy to be like her. Way too easy. But you know? Aye, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. Tell you what, there's one wild card with that ephemera. I have no fucking clue what she's going to do. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely the most unpredictable one, I would say. I, uh, I'm not sure the scariest, but unpredictable I don't know unpredictable is pretty scary more scary than making a show of it anyway what have we done <laughs> not to like blast like genuinely I roll a stealth check it's not it's not like a loud laugh it's just a little chuckle <laughs> He's not like. <laughs> mm, <laughs> it's like a. Mm, mm, you're on thin ice. No, I'm saying he laughs genuinely. No, no, it's fine. Like, yeah. it's not a fake laugh. No roll required, but you're on thin ice. <laughs> <laughs> on the edge of a balcony. <laughs> Quite. I don't know, but tell you what, I'm going to uh, go start studying. If, uh, if we're going to do this, then. I want to be uh, want to be a bit book smart. Make sure my book studies all right. And he's going to get up and go inside and talk to Nazareth. Um, okay. Does Ava look approachable? As approachable as she ever does. She's not brooding. She's just bored. Um, then Ephemera will for like 15 minutes just pointedly look away and then slowly just start edging over just to see if <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> and before you know it she's right next to it you not saying anything just So, uh, hear any good stories lately? Well, I had a bat with myself. It would take you another ten minutes to crack. Damn. I should. I. I could have held out longer. It's all right. I know you will next time. How long was it this time? I think it was your longest yet. Felipe was looking very forlorn. (laughs) 
I'm... I missed you. I've been here the entire time. Yes, but, like, I... I missed being friends for the 20 minutes we weren't. We weren't friends for 20 minutes. I thought you hated me. You need to stop doing this. Doing what? I can disagree with you without hating you. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. I've seen you attack people for, for less than a disagreement. I didn't say if I disagree with you, I automatically don't hate you. Just you specifically, we can end up on different sides of a problem. And that doesn't mean I'm going to... Did you actually think I was going to kill you? Come on. You're making me sound like Anton thinks I am. Okay, that's... That's fair. Um, How are you doing? Fine. Bored. Would like us to actually go on this adventure and actually do the exciting things we were promised. There's a lot of people having feelings. <laughs> I'm very, very tired of people's feelings. Unfortunately, um, I too am having some feelings. Okay, would you like to talk about them? Yes. Then I am here to listen and affirm. <clears throat> okay, um... I don't know when the last time I really did this, so... I mean, would you like to make a confession or just Uh, No, uh... I guess... I... I wanted to see if I should feel bad about being dead and if that should be something that I want to fix. Right, that was not where I thought this conversation was going. And then I also wanted to check on you because you seemed very set on becoming a god for a moment there. That's nothing, that's fine. We had a conversation when we first had the Wand of Orcus about maybe seeing if we could make you alive again and you decided that was not something you wanted at all. Has that changed? I don't think so, but everyone is talking about these coming back to life and not being able to die as if such an absolutely terrible thing. Yeah. It's it's just got me all confused because I was just I was I wasn't under the impression that things happen. That's nature. People die, people come back, and there's nothing inherently good or bad about it. But everyone seems to be talking like it's this big dramatic thing. Thing you are missing there, fam is that everyone else is dust and they do not matter in the slightest. If you are happy being you, as you should be because you are spectacular exactly the way you are, then you stay being you and anyone who makes you feel bad for that we will deal with. You do not change who you are because some small, cowardly people can't handle it. Do you understand me? So we shouldn't help the elves. Okay, now I'm lost. Because their whole thing is that they want to be able to die properly, which is what they're saying is bad because they can't die. I think probably generalising sweepingly about what an entire community of people oh, no. about death is maybe that way lies error. 
I oh, think Nezaril would like to ascend to potential godhood. I think the relative morality of that is frankly dull. Whereas what is concrete is what we can get out of that exchange if we help. I want what they're offering enough to help them do what they wish. And frankly, I quite admire their um, gumption uh, and the crying about morals is just a shield weak people put up to prevent themselves from having to make hard choices. Okay. I don't think we need a conversation about whether reincarnation or heaven is the best possible choice. It doesn't matter. What matters is power and who has it, and this is a way for us to have it. Okay. Are you not worried about what Anton was talking about, about the filling the void and anything else that could use you, for example, as a conduit? I have a suspicion that Nazarel is planning to fill that void themselves. And to be honest, I hadn't really thought in terms of Kelimvor beyond Kelimvor just not being Kelimvor anymore. I don't enormously care after that, because either it will be something that suits us or we'll be dead. Both mm. of those things are fine. I'm not sure I fully trust Nezaril to assume a position of godhood, to be perfectly honest with you. But again, either so will we, or we will have the ear of one, or be at the right hand of one, or we'll be dead. And wouldn't you rather have someone in power who is openly, completely transparently unscrupulous and selfish, rather than someone who masquerades pretending to want the greater good and to help people, but you know despite that they are going to serve themselves and their interests and hurt other people under the name of sanctimonious morality. They're all as bad as each other, Nezaril at least will be honest about it. Honest about their dishonesty. You can't be honest about dishonesty. I think that's exactly what they've just done. They've openly said they've lied to us, we shouldn't really trust them, and they'll do what they have to do to achieve their aims. I trust that is the case. Someone like Eldrathne, for example, much scarier because she has some core of deep-rooted prejudice that she calls morality, and I think that will spur her on to do many more evil and dangerous things than it would if she let it all go. Why are people so hung up on the concept of morality? Because they like to pretend that they care and that they're good people and that their actions matter. What and if they do care? Best. No one does. That's impossible. I'll have a think about what you said. We'll circle back to it. If I feel must. like there's been a lot of information today. And I don't want to jump to any hasty conclusions. Just remember, we've spent our entire time together with me hopefully making you feel that you don't have to submit to what anyone else wants for you. That goes for me as well. This is what I'm doing. You are free to make your own choice. Go ahead. Silent spell only lasts 10 minutes. Just in the middle of the conversation. Oh. 
Ildra knows when it's going to come down. We'll have, we'll have got all the singing out of the way. I think it's fair to say that these two would have had that conversation up until the point when the silence spell ended. Ava doesn't really care if Ildra, over, if any of them over here, I think. So it's up to Evie when we would have stopped. Um, yeah, Ephemera doesn't particularly care either, to be perfectly honest. Then let's say that Ildra and Nazaril, well, Nazaril is not really paying attention, um, caught the tail end of that. And Anton came back in, so probably caught the tail end of that too. Uh, Nate, you're still outside. Are you heading back in as well, or are you staying on the... On the uh, yeah, I think I'm heading back in. Cool. Then in which case, you're all inside. That's fine. Then you all caught the tail end of that. <laughs> I'm just shake his head, confused. Like, just, oh, God, and then walk over to Nessaro. <laughs> just sad. Okay, um, good. <laughs> no one actually cares. Um, good, right. Empathy um, is a lie, doopy-doopy-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you? Oh, I know exactly who hurt you. Good, right, okay. <laughs> no, you walk over to Nezaril, who is sort of half asleep, and Adrasi's still next to them, I think. You haven't gone anywhere, have you? No, I, mm, I'm i trying to decide how much of the tail end of that I heard. Oh, I think he did. I think How he much did we hear? <laughs> I'm going to say as much as you want to do, because I think that's what Rebecca wants, so there you go. I don't really what? remember what I the end like was. I remember the, I remember the whole conversation. I really remember what the end was. <laughs> Let's just say you heard the whole conversation and are now as sad as I'm feeling. Not Nezaril, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love okay. and empathy is a lie. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to have your conversation with uh, with Nezaril, uh, but I think before, as Anton is coming in and we've overheard the end of that, Ildrathne will get up, walk to go out onto the balcony as well, um, like <laughs> just crossing paths, but... It's the smoking balcony. We've all been at yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But walking past Ava will sort of turn. You've made a lot of assumptions about me and my level of sanctimoniousness in the last, since you've met me. You didn't like so much that we made assumptions about you. Maybe you ought to consider doing the same the other way. I was never a practicing priest, so you can stop projecting whatever it is from the people you knew, onto me. Stop living up to my assumptions I've and walked maybe away. we'll talk again. <laughs> and I walk away. You still heard it. Yeah. Anton, Anton in the back line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Ildrathne, you are notoriously not good at being stealthy. Can you roll me a stealth check, please, as you are going to the balcony? Uh, sure. <laughs> you are in a hostile <laughs> city <laughs> full of horrible <laughs> things. I will remind you again that this is a thing. Sure. Can I, can I, can I, as Aldrathne walks out, just point a finger at her back, a message? Whatever you need to tell yourself to sleep in. Oh, no, wait, you don't. <laughs> Hot damn. Okay, yeah, of course you can. I can't stop you. It's your choice. Do I respond to messages or do I just hear You me? can respond to that message. <sighs> Didn't sleep even before, darling. Uh, Dear God, the two of you need to just learn to let someone else have the last words. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I have one in my head and I'm not doing it because, because my word plot needs to happen. Message. <laughs> well, it's a seven. As you go for the door, you 
realize where you are and your foot treads heavy and you go, maybe this isn't a good idea. I'm giving you that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Sure. Fine. We'll just sort of put the hammer down, lean in the doorway. I just want to take in the view for a bit. Fine. Anton, you were going to talk to Nezril, who is in the equivalent of Elven sleep. Anton's going to sit next to them and just poke them. Excuse me. Uh, you mean uh, just uh, thank you. Um, we're back. Who are you? Uh, my name's Anton Rain. I'm helping you currently uh, with the missile. Yes. Sorry. No. Don't be. It's fine. You're going through a lot. Sure. Oh yes, um, you're, the, you're the one with all of the clones. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Sure. But you weren't called it's... Anton last time we spoke. You were called something else. What were you called? <laughs> no, sorry, Anton. My apologies. Oh. <sighs> right. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why that would bother you at all. <laughs> we need to start work. Do we? Yes. Well, how can I help? You want to get to the Mithil Mithilar as fast as possible, potentially using a Bailmorn, which I don't think is the best idea, and potentially right. using Eva, which you've agreed to, which again, I don't think is the best idea, but here we are. Let's, uh, let's do some work. In terms of Elven High Magic, what are the basics and how can I start working on them? Well, I'm not going to do a lot of very boring, this is how the weave works conversation. Um, where, as you've already said before, because you know this, Niall, um, magic takes from the weave to use it in the real world. Elven High Magic works in tandem with the weave to alter the world. So it's a different, a completely different way of looking at magic. Um, Nezaril can walk you through some of the finer points of what they picked up in their years of study, because they have studied Elvenheim magic. Um, I will say that you can now count yourself as... Remember that check you had to do on the um, Elvenheim magic as you went into the through the wall and you were inexperienced, so you had to roll it with disadvantage? Yes, we're on the same page. Yeah. You wouldn't need to roll disadvantage anymore. Okay, cool. You now have a, a working understanding of some of the principles of Elvenheim magic. You could join in other people's magic rituals, but you couldn't cast them yourself. Um, I would like to attempt, if we do have any downtime, to continue those conversations as much as possible. Um, just letting you know as a DM, just to continue to try to increase that chance of having a better, better look with the, with what's going to happen. Put that book smart to uh, good use. How is that rankling you? I don't understand. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> it's not rankling me. It's rankling Anton. That's fair. Okay. Then, in which case, that's great. Uh, you can have a long rest, everybody, unless anyone has anything else they want to do during the build-up or set-up from that rest in any way. No? Good. If we're long resting, then I'll need to uh, uh, do Ephemera's armor again. If, and if she'll let me. Ephemera, what do you allow? Yes, good. Please, um, by all means. <laughs> yeah. Make me strong. Make me strong. Ava is genuinely anxious that either Anton or Adrathne are going to murder her in her sleep. Is there some kind of penalty to impose on a very, like, is anyone going to kill me? Night's sleep. <laughs> I made a choice with this character and I am um, seeing it through. If you ask Ephemera, will, Ephemera will guard you. Because Ephemera Brilliant. doesn't sleep. 
As long as I didn't want to insist, um, yeah, she will. Um, fem, I haven't made many friends necessarily. <laughs> I've noticed. Yeah. Um, if that, you know, I have no problem with outward conflict, just ideally not a quick hammer in the face while I'm asleep. Do you mind keeping an eye if you're going to stay up as usual? If someone tries to hammer you to the face in their sleep, in your sleep rather, in their sleep, oh, that's different. Then it, then the blow will never go down. It will be their last. You are the best friend anyone could ever ask for. Thank you very much. Right. Anyone I'm else sorry. Do, like anything to make sure they don't die during the long rest? I'm just. <laughs> I'd like to legend law elven high magic as much as possible. I can do it three times, so might as well do it whilst I've got it. Just before I go to bed. Okay. If you keep quizzing Nezaril during long rests, if there are any more, we'll assume there might be one or two, yeah? And I think, if, yeah, it's like self-study kind of thing as well. And if you're using legend lore, I will say that your knowledge of Elven High Magic becomes better than what Nezaril knows your knowledge of Elven High Magic to be, which could be important later. We'll cross that bridge later now, if that's okay. No, no, completely fine. I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. In, that's what you do in character. You waste that time doing it. You are delving into something that is slightly, again, religious and taboo, but you are finding out a lot of information about Elven High Magic that wouldn't be common knowledge. So you'll be picking up on things that people don't know about, and we'll cross that bridge in-game when we get to it. Okay. I imagine it's beyond him a little as well. Now, if you're doing three Legend Laws a day and talking to someone who knows how to cast it, I think you're probably getting quite a good working knowledge of it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll work that out later. Cool. I will ask again, is everyone going down for a long rest and just, just going to sleep? Get my knife and, <laughs> <laughs> and cut my beef with it. <laughs> During the exchange of, like, working on Ephemera's armour or, like, handing it back to her, we'll definitely be like... Well, I'm not going to smash her in the face with a hammer during the night, but it's right there if you ever change your mind. <laughs> I didn't think you were, but thank you for letting me know that there's a ready weapon. Love it. Love it. Just cool. whilst legend, Laurie. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Press the long rest button. We're going to go to break. All right. Thank you, everyone. Um, after the long rest, assuming that no one kills each other in their sleep, uh, we will pick up on the next day. In Mithranol, yay, everything's fine. It's always sunny in Mithranol. <laughs> <laughs>
slowly start to wake and rise. Um, Nezril will create food and water again for everybody. So there is food for those that eat. Um, we'll have at some point during the night, I reckon, um, obviously Eldrathne regularly as ritual will have uh, done the same, like fixing, polishing the armor kind of thing. But sure. while it was off, would have maybe stepped out into the onto the balcony to like just want to see, want to look, take things in. I know it's nighttime, so would be difficult. But the, you suggested there was some magical light. Yeah, the um, the shield, the Mithal um, Mithalar dome, uh, still does create artificial light. That means it's still relatively well lit. Is that like during everyone else's sleep cycle, or is are you waiting until everyone else is long rested? It will probably be um, during the during the night when knowing that Ephemera and Nezaril are also about kind of keeping actual watch over the, the sleepers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm going to ask for, no? What? But I, it's, armor is off, being stealthy, just like not not making a lie. If the armor light. is off, you are welcome to roll a stealth check without disadvantage. Oh. Would you like a pass without trace? I don't think she would have asked. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I thought I'd offer. Cool. cool. Maybe we'll just stand in the doorway again. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm so sorry, but you made this That's character. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> cool. Then in which case you can stand in the doorway and look out. Um, if you open the door and look out, people are being quiet and sleeping, so you don't feel like that would be a huge breaking of noise and that sort of thing. Although you do have to, <laughs> you do open the, the door, there's a tiny little ding-ding, and there's no bell, it's all magical. So- well, I was um, on about the, the, the back door over the balcony. Uh, the back door doesn't overlook the balcony. Do you want to go to the back door? The balcony, the balcony, oh. the, um, the the walkway on, uh, on the front. the front door. The, yeah. What you look at the back, back door? door? You look at the back what door, no one's looked in the back yet. Okay. You find a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have your armor on, it's fine. If you carefully open the back door and peek inside, there's a storeroom in the back. There's another, like, boxes. Um, there's no light in here at all. It's basically pitch black. But if you open the door and some of the light from the um, front comes through, because there's light outside and it shines through the massive window in the front. I've got dark vision anyway. Cool. Uh, there is another door at the back of the storeroom. Mm-hmm. Do you go and open it? Sure. Okay. You head for the um, back door and open it. And at the back, there is... It's like a... You can see that there's other buildings around, but it's like a sort of centralized... It's like a square inside the block. Mm-hmm. And you can see the sky above you, and you can see the light from the um, shield above you. And there are various corrugated iron walkways that seem to all go down from these buildings. The fire escapes. Um, and you're at the back of this space. You can't see much of the city from here. It's very enclosed, but um, you are outside. Fair enough. It was after a view, so if there's nothing, it like, we'll have a little listen, have a little look around. If there's anything interesting, then sure, but otherwise we'll probably just leave it at that. What's in the box? <laughs> it's relatively quiet. There's not a huge amount of noise or... You can't hear animals or creatures or anything like that. Um, it appears to that if there are movements or noises, they appear to be the wind moving something or um, slight rustling and slight creaking and that sort of thing. You don't see any other creatures or anything like that. It's surprisingly quiet. You think you hear in the distance 
like screaming. And it stops. Standard city. Good. <laughs> uh, um, can I, any kind of like, without properly poking around, any sort of like thought insight check on like, I, it's difficult, right? Like, I don't think there is a a bar of like, does this feel normal for this city I've never been to? You so. don't know, you've never been here. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Fine, we'll leave, we'll leave it at that and head back in. Sure, you can. time around uh, dawn just before people start waking i suppose you just get a voice in your head saying i have a gift for you when you're ready and that's too ill drag me by the way <laughs> and you're yeah, making everyone. big cauldron yeah yeah bubble, bubble, toil and trouble <laughs> have this potion made of moss um good right that doesn't rhyme chris <laughs> <It's written laughs> it comes to rhymes chris is at a loss no way <laughs> Anyway, uh, you can all wake up together, keeping relatively quiet. That's totally fine. Um, there will be food. Nazra will, will create food and water so everyone has food if they need it or want it. Um, any discussions over breakfast? Any plans being made? We'll have thanked Ephemera for the potion. Mm-hmm. Um, Anton will have like sidled up to Eldrathne over food. And probably just, just like casually, kind of turned his back to everyone else, and like whilst eating, just be like, "Just want to check that uh, you did you know you didn't seem to know about what Nizarel's plans were." And I'm like, "Are you still want to do this?" <laughs> That elvish breakfast soup. <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagined it was just like really milky porridge. Oh. Are you eating with your knife again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's extra <laughs> difficult. That's why I guess like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. I... I didn't know the full extent of the plan. I had an inkling. I knew they wanted to get back here. Um, I think deep down, I knew that this wasn't their home in the way that they said it was, but... It's a funny thing. I... I've made a lot of terrible decisions. I also used to think of myself as a terrible judge of character. Case in point. Oh. Sorry. Starting to wonder if I'm not, though. What do you mean? I'm starting to wonder if I know exactly who people are. And I still go along with them anyway. Because deep down, I believe I don't deserve any better. Because I've spent my entire life 
knowing that whatever I do, ultimately it won't be good enough for that. Anton puts a hand on Hildrathne's like pauldron and looks you dead in the eye and says, ah, ah. You, you are good enough. Thank you. It's been a lifetime. I'm over 300 years old. I've spent the majority of that in worship to Corellan. And there's part of me that always will. That will always yearn for their love. And I know I have it. New. I had it. The last couple of years have been a bit shaky. I've been uh, immensely grateful to Firecloak for taking me into his arms and helping me. But the point still remains that every elf knows that no matter how good they are, and again, I'm not necessarily, despite what Ava may believe, the most pious of elves. But the whole concept of no matter what you do, you're never allowed to, to stay in heaven. You'll never be deemed good enough by, by him. there's a possibility to sit down and have a proper chat about it. You, you know, uh, other, mm, I like to, I like to think in other points of thought a lot. I like to mull those over for quite a lot of time. And I suppose being over 300 years old, my measly 24 years probably doesn't seem like that long. But, but, a lot of those thought processes want to be like you, want to live forever, want to be a bit like Ephemera, want to be a bit like Ava. Uh, and all this good and bad, talking about this shame, well, it is just shame. But I know my heart says, and I refuse to be broken by my past, and I refuse to hurt others and cause mayhem and destruction and mistakes due to my past. And that's why I say you deserve it. Because regardless of what you think of yourself, you're still trying to do the best by others. And I know, I know that's hard because it's easy to be selfish. And, uh, well, this Karelian business and all that. Oh, I think it's just the grass is greener in a way. Die, go to heaven, be reincarnated, live forever. Ah, it's just all the same shite. And he nods at you. 
says, I don't know. What do you believe will happen to you when you die? Well, that's not a question. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I just, I just found out that apparently there's more of me, so uh, I have no idea what's going to happen to me when I die. I probably won't. Yes, I feel like that's a story we need to know at some point. There's a knock oh, okay. at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Which door? The front. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> <laughs> a very polite knock. I'm gonna get that. <laughs> I, eyes, eyes darting around. <laughs> I'll go. I'll get it. Do you go and get the door? Yep. Unless someone stops me, but yeah. I, as I see you go with that determined look that you have, <laughs> I, I, I quickly run forward and get there before. <laughs> okay. You open the door. Standing there is a very well-dressed person. They have uh, a lovely quiff curled over on the side. They're wearing a um, suit, like what you would all think of as a frock coat. Like it's a very nice suit, like a, like a noble would wear. Um, lots and lots of gold brocade and jewellery, but the colour underneath is a deep um, sort of dark yellow. And uh, hello, may I come in? Why would you want to come in? To say hello. We never get new guests. We just said hello. Oh, and for more conversation, of course, I have a proposal for you. And um, by the way, um, I don't know who you are, but you might have considered being a bit less obvious about where you were all night because there's lots of different people coming here right now with a bone or two to pick with you. Hmm. That's interesting. Can you tell me who you are before I let you in? Sure. My friends call me Nez, so you can call me Nez. Ah. Okay, that's a name, but who are you? Uh, the dragon. From the back? Oh, are we, are we still, what, sorry? Mm? And it, what did you say that from the back? Uh, yes. Correct. So, sorry. If you didn't want hear what I said, Evie, I said, oh, the dragon. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Um... I can get you out of here. There are quite a lot of very angry um, fiends and some rather angry elves who seem to be looking for you on the street right now as we speak. Why? So why would you want to help us, though? You'll have to take on a certain amount of trust that I have zero interest in you. It's probably to do with something that you're carrying. I see we uh, jump on the dragon's back and get the fuck out of here. I say we take our chances with the horde. It's just a few demons. <laughs> Nezaril, how are you feeling this morning? Um, still a little exhausted, but not as much as I was. Um, I feel slightly dubious about traveling with a creature we know nothing about. Um, can you give us any more information? <sighs> All right. I'm a collector. I collect things and especially powerful magical things. And you lot are a beacon. Literal things going off all around you. So how's this for a bit of fun? I'll make sure that none of the thing goes wrong during the little fracas that's about to happen and get you out of here in return. I might ask for a gift. How does that sound? Absolutely. The one Dvorkas. <laughs> Their eyes go from like, I'm in control of the situation. I know what's going on to like, 
I beg <laughs> your pardon? <laughs> what is Wait, Do you want the Wonder Vorkis from our friend? And points at Ava. <laughs> and literally licking their lips with like, nom nom nom. Um, they I do mean, now! I, I didn't know it was that, but... We have other more powerful things on us as well. I, if you have the Wonder Vorkis, I am sure to believe it. This sounds like a conversation worth having in a nicer situation. Absolutely not, because I'm to, get sure. into, to get into a nice situation, we have to place ourselves in your debt, and that is not a place I am willing to be. Understood. No, right, everyone who does you a favor, you don't owe them anything. I feel you don't owe me anything for saving your life. I feel that with Nez, um, we may, in fact, then owe them something that I do not want to part with. All right, then. I can always pick up your items from your corpses. It was a pleasure meeting all of you. Um, shame we couldn't come to some kind of arrangement, but I do understand. Can, hold on. Mm -hmm. You didn't know that that was something we were carrying. What were you actually after? Nothing specific. I have the ability to smell out powerful magic items. They are things that I want. I collect them, you see. And um, you all reek of magic, and you were just sat here all night, and I thought, are they really just going to sit there? And you were. You just really sat here. I watched. Watched all the different parties use their various little magics to find you, and they're starting to make their way here, and thought I'd better step in now. Seemed the opportune time. I want to go to the balcony and have a look, see what I we'll can see. to look over the um, walkway. Yeah. Um, looking down on the street, it looks relatively quiet and deserted. Can I make a perception check and okay. some, see if... Uh, that's a 19. Um, the tunnel you came out of is just below you. Um, you think you hear some voices inside, but it's quite indistinct, quite a long way away. Hmm. I can't see any immediate problems. I think so. We just thank Nez for their time, wish them a pleasant day and get out on our own. I disagree. I think if we've got a battle coming, I'd rather avoid it. Nezaril still isn't at full health. Spoken you might like to spend your time protecting warrior. them. I feels a little bit like I've walked into a into a political situ, which is not my bag, honestly. Oh, you've no idea, mate. <laughs> I'm getting the impression. Anyway, um, talk amongst yourselves. I'm here if you need me, but um, it seems like you want to make your own choices. Um, I will watch, yes. Sorry, this isn't making a decision or anything, but if we were to go with you, would you be able to give us any kind of assurance that you wouldn't just, you know, kill us? Or try to, at least. Now, I should make perfectly clear, because that may not have been clear from the offset. I have no interest in killing people. It's so vulgar. No, I wouldn't just murder you outright. That seems crass. Well, you'd have done it while we were sleeping. What's the more sophisticated option? Parlay, chat, trade, many, many options. I have a lot of time for people, and I like making trades. It's fun. So. Well, how about this? Looking at Eva. Let's just say straight away, the Wand of Orcas is off the table. That's not getting traded. After that, we will end the go. Ah, but now you've made it the forbidden fruit. So succulent, so sweet. Learn to understand that a no means a no, and deal with it. <laughs> Ava moves half a step closer to Nate. All right, for now, the wonder's off the table. Not part of this deal at all. Maybe a later deal. Does that seem fair to everybody? No. It's non-negotiable. 
Well, then I can't help you. Nate looks over and is just... I think the wonder's off the table for this deal. We don't have to make any further deals. What do you say? Reasonable. Alternatively, the rest of us could take the dragon and uh, the dragon's offer, and um, you can stay here and fight the fiends on your own. You want to take Nezaril in the hands of an unknown entity that has openly said they do not wish us well if we try to take if we try to stop them taking whatever they want from us. And well, Nezaril can speak that. for themselves if they think it's I a bad get the idea. There's not much point talking to this one, so I'm not going to bother, frankly. Um, you've heard my call. Um, people may make assumptions as much as they please, but. Um, Oh, look at what's that on the wind. And you do hear now some more shouting and uh, not from the hole in the ground this time, from down the street the other way. Can we make out what? Uh, it's infernal and mostly a lot of snarling. Lovely. Hmm. Yes, could you take us to the Beelnorn? Oh, I mean, I could, but they don't like me very much. I'd probably get singed. I wouldn't want to. Well, if you take us to the Belmont, then I can definitely help you. What have you got to offer? <sighs> that would be telling. <laughs> oh dear! Roll me a deception check. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not deceiving. Ah, uh, with the power of a with the power of a missile and a missile, he could pretty much do anything for this topaz dragon. <laughs> it's a forbidden. It's a it's a mysterious forbidden fruit. <laughs> oh, I see. If you're talking about that, and they do see through that. If you're talking about this whole magic malarkey mumbo-jumbo nonsense, I don't buy it for a second. All a bunch of elven wiffle-waffle. No, no. What if I said I've done it before? <laughs> um, good for you. No, no, things. Things I can grab hold of. This is what I want, you see. Like that lovely crystal ball of yours, that's got... And you note as they have been scoping all of you the whole way through this conversation and that crystal ball they're looking at it and there is undisguised hunger they love their little things that looks netherese to me i mean i've got quite a lot of netherese things these days but um always add to the collection a small price to pay for a journey out of the mount jaws of hell what do you say yes you can take us to the bill or not oh I suppose I could take you in that general direction, but I won't get too close. They, as I say, they're not a fan of me. I keep borrowing things, you see. <laughs> well, that's not a very good deal, then. It sounds like you've made your choice. Well, it was a pleasure knowing you, and uh, yes, I'll just take it from your corpses, as I say. Not the first time, nor the last. Um, you might want to close the door, and they will duck down as... Ava, <sighs> you can see this from the street something invisible, which you can't even see where it's come from, has lobbed a fireball in through the door, which is now going to explode in the center of the shop. Lovely. Can I always draw me a dexterity saving throw, please? Ah! <laughs> oh, man. That was a nat one. Ooh, oh, oh, that's dart. Dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. 18. okay. You too. Eight. Oh my god. Start the encounter. Where is my Rakshasa? <laughs> 16. 16. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, everyone's under an 18 so far, right? No. Uh, I got an 18. Got you got an 18. Meet it, please. I got a 22. The two of you take half, and everyone else takes full. 
Uh, 25, so 12 for those who take half. And um, please roll initiative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Ava, you were you were next to Nez when this happened and you saw they dodged out of the way and took no damage at all. Yep. Uh, I had to have some kind of evasion. Yep. Evasion. <laughs> like Icarus. <laughs> like Icarus. <laughs> Can I please have uh, intercepted uh, some of the damage on Anton? Um, sure. It's like shielded a little bit. Nazarul takes full. Fine. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me there's the elderly NPC. Okay. Yep. Fine. So helpless. So frail. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Oh, they took no damage. <laughs> We're really confused. No, that was uh, Nez. Nez took no damage. Nazarul oh. was not the same person. I thought um, it said no, I'm sorry. Nez. Why have you given them the same name? I don't, I don't know. It happens in campaigns all the time where suddenly uh -huh. they all have very similar names and I don't know why I've done it. Um, Nez in the Nezeril city with Nezeril. Yeah. Uh, in that case, Nezeril. Oh. Sorry, okay. Anton. Uh, <laughs> that is, that's reduced by 11 cool. for them. Thank you. So they take... They probably have all the hit points. <laughs> you have no idea. Right. Throw me your initiatives, please, my friends. 19. 19. Keep going. Nine. Nine. Also nine. nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. What are dex mods, please? Zero. Uh, three. One, three. So, Nate. Well, hang on, let's do it a different way. Nate, then Ephemera, then Ildra. Anton. I also got a 19, but my dex is only plus three. Ava, what's your dexterity? Uh, plus two. Right. Oh. Goody, goody, gumdrops. Okay. Anton, in response to this fireball flying in through the window, what do you do? There's an explosion. Everyone is hit. There's a back door. There is a back door. Yeah, it does describe. Um, I'll just so let's head to the let's head to the back door and go because hopefully that'll lead us towards the castle. I, I will um, have described that to everyone, just said, oh, by the way, that's there. Sure. Uh, you can run to the back through the storeroom and you can get to the door to the outside and open it and you can see these um, metal walkways heading crisscross down at the backs of all of these buildings. It's quite an enclosed square, I think probably about 50 feet um, across. Okay. You can get to that doorway um, with movement. I think... Um, what, where's the, where's the end point? Does that make sense? Like, where's the, where's the, where's the point where we need to get to in this You have no idea. Look, you can see through the door and there are the backs of other houses with doors. If you look down, there are doors on the bottom level as well. There's doors on the level above you too. You have no idea what the best way out of this is. It's kind of like a maze. Um, can I have said that we that I would have ritual cast telepathic bond in the morning as well? Sure. So, um, I guess. Oh lord! <laughs> you Sorry. No, no. I I think. Um, 
Can I remember which way the can I remember which way the, the castle was? Oh, just as the crow flies. Yeah. Yeah, of course you can. It's a, across this it's across this space. Cool. I will I will hold my hand out and I will hold my action for dimension door and I will say, um, I can take one of you I can take one of you in my head I'll say I can take one of you across with me, preferably one who can can't fly. <laughs> and I'll hold my hand out. You're holding a dimension door for when someone comes close enough to you, the two of you can cast it together. <laughs> Off you go. Grand. Ava, she's your turn. Yeah. Um, can I see any hordes yet? From your vantage on the balcony, you cannot see any hordes yet. Um, the invisible creature is still mm. invisible. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have an inkling of where they are because you saw them cast a fireball, but you can't mm. see them. Um, there is shouting now, quite loud infernal shouting from the street. Um, looking down, you can see quite a long way, and it's not you've got a bit of a high vantage point. Um, there are about ten different demons, all same as before, relatively um, small, with various firearms running down the street towards this fracar. Right. Um, I'm going to drop, drop a nuke. I just haven't quite decided which one yet. Okay. Uh, how many charges? Seven charges. Yep. I am going to get out the Wand of Orcus. Okay. Um, and I'm going to drop Circle of Death on top of that horde in the street. What's the range on Circle of Death? How far away can you do it? 150 feet. That's fine. You can absolutely hit them all. What is the saving throw? What do I need to do? Con 18. Con 18. I mean, fingers crossed. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'll start rolling the damage. Please do. <coughs> no, don't show me the total roll. Show me the individual rolls. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right. Four past six fail. Okay. Um, oops. 20. Oh my word, I did a me. 35 on 86. Um, so that is 35 points of damage to all six that fail. Mm-hmm. And um, 17 to the four that succeed. There is screaming and shouting from all of them. What's the visual? Um, Ava is nowhere near as lazy as she is with her own spells. This is a really swift... And I'm assuming in the same way as Ephemera was called to just grab it, I don't need to do the action to open the wrist pocket. It's cool to just have the Wonder Walkers. It comes out, no problem. Um, Yeah, it is so much more pointed. It is a grab and a point, and then just space rips and black screaming souls like smoke head towards them. Um, Probably land on their faces and climb inside their throats and rip them apart from the inside. Tasty. Nez, who is watching you do this, the hunger in their eyes and face is, they're not even trying to hide it. They are really impressed with this wand. Mm-hmm. That scares me. Uh, two in my head to Anton and Aldrathne. You've got Nezril, right? Yes. I will grab Ephemera. Um, Ephemera's not next to you, Ephemera's inside the building. You are currently out on the balcony. That's fine, I will use my movement to go over to Ephemera. As you run past Nez, yep. they are going to reach out and grab you. Right. I thought Nez flew away. 
no, no, Nez, no, um, stayed dodged. there, just dodged. Oh, please don't make this a strength. Just me, not the wand, right? Just you. Okay, that's weirdly better. Um, Hang on, it's an attack opportunity. Mm-hmm. Does an 18 hit you? I think that's my AC, let me double check. <laughs> that is exactly my AC, so yes. Cool. Their hand flashes out and grabs hold of you. And they hold on to your shoulder and say, I can make all of this go away for a short moment of your time. As a bonus action, I'm going to scrap what I was going to do and I'm going to put the one back in my wrist pocket. I'm the only one who can get it out of there. I know. Cool. Do you say anything? Let go. <laughs> okay. There's his turn. They are going to fly out, holding on to you. Oh, good. They're currently in a humanoid form, but the moment that they leap free of the um, balcony holding on to you, they <laughs> transform. They are a gargantuan ancient topaz dragon. Mm-hmm. And um, as they fly up, they will roar loudly. The demons and devils on the street are already like, oh God, burning in my eyes, will just scream and bounce back. Um, yeah, the Rakshasa's not close enough to do anything clever, and I can fly. I really thought it'd be my own party that killed me. 80 feet. <laughs> yep. No, it's just, it's your own party that won't come save you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nor am I, and some of you have pretensions of moral decency, and Nate doesn't We've hate discussed too this. Much. You keep assuming that we do. <laughs> They will fly. Did you not hear what Anton just said to <laughs> They will fly not up but out. They will fly um, away at an angle to try and get as much distance as possible from everything out there because they have their prize. It's what they want. They just be held by one shoulder. The hand on your shoulder has grown into a claw that is bigger than you. Lovely. That's mm -hmm. cool. Does that mean she is technically grappled and restrained, or restrained and can't cast? Just or? grappled, not restrained. Great. So here for that. You've been grappled. <laughs> <laughs> but they have flown 80 feet up, so they are flying up and out and away. Um, you need to get out. Remember, have you got a potion of hill giant strength? <laughs> you hear in your <laughs> head. Oh, I was going to say Ava has not remembered, but okay. That I is still good. have <laughs> actions. Yeah, okay. Um, I still have actions. <laughs> moved. Yeah, it's all that is. <laughs> Actually, hang on, I need to be fair. I'm grappling something, so technically that's half movement. Let's be fair. So it's only 40 feet, but then they will use their psychic step. Oh, no. And they can teleport because they're a gem dragon. They just, you and you and the dragon phase out and phase 60 feet further up in the air, further away. So 100, feet, 100 feet away from the party. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, she's so far. <laughs> It's not that far because it's only 40, so it's now... I ran the other way, so it's better for me. <laughs> um, yeah, they're going to keep going. I don't think they're going to dash. They they are far too self-important to think they need to hurry. So they're just going to lazily start making their way across Mithranor and away. They're 100 feet away from the um, front, of the, front of the house and are just going. The Rakshasa is furious, as you might expect, but it has other targets and cares less about losing one of them. Uh, right. 
It's increased invisibility. It casts that. It moves. <laughs> yep, none of you know that anything's happened. And what's everyone's passive perception? I'll, I'll be polite. 19. 16. Ildra, something has jumped over the balcony. There's a slight spark that jumps over the balcony invisibly and is heading into the room with all of you. You know something is there, but you can't see it. Close the door. Close the door. They're already in. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not locked in here with it. It's like to hear with us. <laughs> um, from the street, you all hear um, shouting in Elvish. Those of you that speak Elvish, um, there are people coming up from the hole in the ground. You can't see that, but there are people coming from the hole in the ground entering this situation. You have no idea what is happening. Anton, from the back door, looking out over towards the other side of this space, um, there is a thump on the roof above you. You have no idea what it is. You just hear a thump above you. The, the whole building doesn't rock so much as there's a bit of a movement. And you hear a voice in Abyssal. Do you speak Abyssal? I don't think you do, do you? I don't think I do. I think I speak Elvish or something else. Yeah, I speak... I speak Netherese, Elvish, Common and Celestial. Cool. Then something says... Someone hisses something in Abyssal. You don't speak Abyssal. It sounds mean. Oh, no. <laughs> My feelings. Uh, Nezaril is going to, is really not sure what's going on and is going to also make their way towards the back door. They're going to uh, move with you, Anton, and reach you and go, I don't know what you're planning, but let's go if we can. Uh, Anton's going to look at Nate. You can't see Nate. Nate's still in the other room. Oh, okay. You went all the way through to the back room. There's two doors. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess I'm taking as well. Uh, I will grab their hand and I will to the other side of as the far as I can. To the way across the way. Are you going one floor yeah. down, or are you just going? Or are you going five hundred feet? As close to as like close and as far to the castle as I can go. So you're going to go five hundred feet as close to the castle as you go, not knowing necessarily what's there. You're just hoping. Well, I, it's got to be sight, hasn't it? Is Where it only as far as you can see? I don't think it is. I think, it's where, I think it's within 500 feet. Ooh, let me check the rooms. Go on, split the whole yeah, thing. I, I think Dimension Door is just uh, like, you can just be like, yes, 500 feet that way. Go on, make my day. <laughs> uh, you sure you don't want to just... Towards towards Ava being kidnapped by a dragon? Sure you don't want to do that? <laughs> you made this bed. <laughs> I know! Well, why do you think I told him about the one? <laughs> I'm on salt. Damn, that's cold. I deserve this. <laughs> I'm so worried about those elves bisecting themselves in a tunnel, but you just cost the lives of basically two of your party. What? <laughs> you think Ephemera's not going after her? No, no, you're already dead. 
Low blow. Oh my word. And they think they're the good guys. No, no. Is it is it how far you can see? This is Niles. Focus on the game. Is it how far you can see? Uh, so any spot within range, you arrive exactly at the spot desired. It can be a place you can see, one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating distance and direction, okay. such as 200 feet straight down, upwards, north. So I guess it'd be 500 feet towards the castle, wouldn't it? Are you aiming for ground level? No, that'd be so stupid. I just, I'd, I'd literally go the furthest we can see towards the castle, but that everybody could see. Do you know what I mean? So if they came to the edge of the platform, we could be like, just here. Um, you could head for the walkway across the way where there's more doors, or you could head for the roof, potentially, and get further on the roof. The roof where the big abyssal thing just dropped. Nah, you have right. no idea what's up there. You just heard some abyssal. It hissed at me, and it sounded mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the doors. Cool. You and Nezra will jump 50 feet across this um, space. You see that some of the walkways are broken and old and decrepit, so you've probably dodged quite a few, I don't know, deck saves or something. But um, you get to the far side of the door. Turning back, you can see that on top of the building that you were in, a large lady with six arms, all holding long swords, and with a tail for legs, is just standing on the roof, about to go in through the back door, and sees you go and just looks speedily at you as you go. Incredible. Cool. Wait, it is your turn. Um. <laughs> right. Fix it, Nate. Fix everything. Uh, I'd probably follow through to the back. I'm sticking with Nezril, basically. Mm -hmm. You get to the back door and um across the room and in there you get to the back door and you can see Nezra and Anton on the far side but that is 30 feet of movement yeah we established that with Anton yeah I would pull out my kazoo again mm -hmm. uh, and with a little kind of doo -doo -doo -doo, <laughs> uh, I would kind of take a run and like one foot on the banister and then just jump off and cast fly on myself nice um, Ooh, absolutely. so i will fly over and just kind of hover over next to very important distinction as you run and jump off the banister um the marilith has 10 feet of reach with its tail oh no, oh, no. there's an attack of opportunity coming your way Ugh. 12 when you will it <laughs> 12. Yeah. Okay. You, um, uh, this tail will whip around and just wrap around where you were, but you leap off and the fly makes it very hard to aim for where you're going to be. So you are now flying in the air up and away. Uh, you can see the dragon flying up and away the other direction, like completely the other way from you. Um, yeah. And um, you oh, can... no. <laughs> <laughs> the Marilith is on the roof and is staring after you like hungrily, like, mm. Cool. <laughs> and so you, can fly, you can fly 50 feet. Technically 60. 60. Mm -hmm. Technically on your turn movement, you should then, that doesn't matter. You can use it to fly 60 feet, I don't mind. Sure. But yes, you are flying over towards where um, Anton and yeah. Ezreal are going into the next building along. So yes. And, ooh, with my, uh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's all. Grand. Nate. Ephemera. You are in the room. 
can I, yes. as Ava sees Ephemera start to do anything, will in her head, because it's like the same plane, right, is this telepathic link, we can yeah. still talk, yeah, we'll go, um, I'm fine, I have a plan, this is exactly where I want to be, don't get yourself killed, keep Nezaril safe and I'll see you soon. Hundred feet. You can't see Ava at the moment because Ava's outside. On Ava's outside. You are inside. The door is in front of you. There's the balcony which you can step onto, and then you can see up. And you could potentially walk out and see Ava. I'm going to remind you because I'm being kind that something invisible is in the room with you. That hasn't done anything yet. That's great, but at the moment, Ephemera doesn't care. Okay. Can I make? Can I roll a deception persuasion check? A deception. Uh (laughs) Ava does not have a plan. She just doesn't want Ephemera to get herself killed trying to save her. I would say you can roll a deception check. Sure. Great. Um, I I rolled a natural twenty for a thirty. I am going to roll my insight just. That's fair. Oh dear. Guess who met a natural 20 with a natural 20. What's your insight? It's higher than a 10, isn't it? It's 10. We both got... I don't know what happens. You've known Ava for a very long time. Six months. Yeah, but you've lived so closely in that time period. That's yeah. the only fair way to put it. Um, six months and six days, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's a note of panic in Ava's mental voice that you've never heard before because meets it beats it can you at least although you know that she's lying can you at least know that she's lying because she desperately wants you not to follow her oh yeah of course make it worse for her that's fine (laughs) i'm forgetting though that ava is the only thing ephemera has in the entire world oh i know but ava doesn't want you to die (laughs) i would like to step out of the room and see where she's gone Uh... Well, I'm assuming that uh, Ava's message to Ephemera was... Oh, on public, because she's hoping that the right... Yeah, she'll do it public, because she's hoping that even if Ephemera does something stupid, one of you will stop her. Right, okay. Well, if it was on public, then uh, (laughs) on general chat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ephemera, she means it. Let's get out of here and then we can focus on what we're going to do next, but we can't stay here. She's going to be worse off if we stay here and get ourselves killed as well. Do you want to roll a persuasion check on that? Sure. We've had two nat 20s. Oh, well. I think that is clear that you know where each other feel, but um, self persuasion and some kind of maybe insight if you want, Evie. Mm hmm. That was a nat one on the insight there. Oh, dear. (laughs) I mean, I didn't roll much better. I rolled (laughs) a. I rolled a nine. <laughs> okay. Now, Evie, I know you have a bonkers modifier to your insight, but it's up to you if a nat one carries or not. Maybe it makes a decision for you. Oh. It's up to you. What you it's, it's not a deception. It is a... It's persuasion. I'm, I, see, I genuinely don't want you to die. And I believe that we will be in a better position to save Ava if we leave now. I think that the dice chose a nat one for a reason. Sure. Cool. And I will kind of look at Ildrafni and then look out the door and then not even telepathically, just shout, I'll come back for you! <laughs> As I... <laughs> just hear in your head, run. And I 
follow out the back door. Okay. You can get to the back door with 30 feet of movement. That's absolutely fine. Um, once you get there, you will see Nate flying away, a sort of weird tail coiling down and around near the door. And on the other side of this square of the backs of buildings, there are walkways all around them are um, Anton and Nazaril by another door. You can dash, you can take an action or bonus action. Not done anything yet. Any trees? Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there is trees and foliage built into most of Mithranor. I will say that the center of this courtyard probably has a tree in it. Okay. Um, and there are many more of the same type of tree within the vicinity. You have to assume, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tree stride, and I just... Okay, I've never used tree stride before. Tell me how it works, please. Okay, let me just scroll down my my list of various things if my iPad wants to work. My Come level on. 13 spell list. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 Here it is. You gain the ability to enter a tree and move from inside it to another tree of the same kind within 500 feet. And I can do that for every turn for a minute. Can you define what direction you move in? Um, you move towards another tree. You, you pick another tree within the vicinity and you move in that direction. Oh, I see. Um, in which case, you you jump into midair, touch the tree and just whoop, pass into the tree. And you whoop, appear out of a tree um, in what looks like a park or something similar. You don't know where anyone else is because you've jumped to a different tree um, and you're about 50 feet up? Do you want to roll me a uh, athletics check to hang on to the tree? I'd allow acrobatics too. Okay, they're both pretty garbage. That's an 11. <laughs> you just whoop, come out the tree and just uh, turn around and grab hold of it and you are very, you're probably going to fall next turn. You are hanging onto a tree that you can't see where the others are. Um, roll me a survival check. Sure. Well, next turn I can just step back into the tree and go to another one. <laughs> Again, we have no idea where this is. <laughs> uh, that's a non-nat 20. Brilliant. You turn around and you can see buildings that look similar to the ones that you were in about 30 to 40 feet away from you at an angle. Um, there are no more buildings here. It goes into what looks like um, quite a wide road that your park is sort mm -hmm. of in. Oh, when I do this, I automatically know where all of the same type of tree are within 500 feet. Brilliant. Um, these trees... I don't know enough about trees to give you the name of a tree. Um, it's quite tall and quite, um, it's designed to be, it's not like bushy with lots of leaves. It's designed to go in between buildings. It's tall and quite viney and frondy. Actually, you appear in a spot of your choice within five feet of the tree, so. Oh. oh. You stand on a branch? I stand on a branch. Oh shit, you do. Right, actually, what you can see, aha, and you look back, you can see Nate just flying over the building <laughs> behind you, a good sort of, yeah, about 70, 80 feet away. So you're not too far away, you've just moved away from some of the uh, danger, Tim Robbins. Good. And if Ephemera could cry, there would be tears right now as she looks just backwards. To... <laughs> oh, you can still see the dragon, just about. Um, Il Drafni, you are the only person left in the room that you're aware of. As you know, you know that someone else is I, I, I know that. Um, yeah, good. Uh, you say that the... The railing is, the back door and the railing is 30 feet away. Correctamundo. Great, well, I'm not getting anywhere near the rest of the party. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna run through. I'm assuming, given that it didn't the moment do any... that you start to leave the room, uh... you will feel a claw scraping across the back of your armor, presumably because you are so well armored. Um, attack opportunity. Sure. Come on. Fifteen. Nope. Something scrapes across your back as you turn and run. Nice try. We'll keep running. Um, you speak. You you speak abyssal, don't you? No, I don't. Speak infernal. No. Oh no, they speak common. One of the few demon types because they're all about all sorts <laughs> yeah. of other things. You're in our domain. Do things as we do them. We're trying to leave. It's not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> <You're gone. laughs> um, as I run through the storeroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this research that just tried to win in Rome. What do you want me to do? Turn invisible and growl at people? Um, <laughs> uh, as I'm running through the storeroom. Uh, you say this place has been ransacked, but it's not like empty rooms, right? There is stuff in these rooms. Yeah. Great. I'm going to cast Animate Objects. Ooh. Incredible. You can uh, cast Animate Objects. Yeah, it's Forge a Forge Cleric. cleric. <laughs> okay. It's the spell that spoils DM's lives. <laughs> it is, yeah. All right. You cast Animate Objects as you run through the storeroom. What are you animating? I have never done it before. Clothes... I'm a bit scared. It's a clothes store. Within right. reason, I will allow you to animate anything that would might be in a clothes store. The mannequins! <laughs> We're in a Doctor Who episode! Obviously. <laughs> We're in that Doctor Who episode! I forgot there were mannequins! Stop in some of those! And that one's just pop open. Just guns. Guns. <laughs> guns. Full of guns for some reason. No, uh, there are no guns here. Do they, um, do they count as medium objects? Yes, they count as medium objects. Then I can have five of them. Okay, as you run out, five of the mannequins that were sat at the table, you know, suddenly get up and start walking towards the invisible things. They can't see it. So, um, yeah, they can all attack on your turn. So they're all going to crowd around. And they're also, they're creatures, so they have a tax opportunity if it tries to leave. That's all right. The, 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 <laughs> the general idea was that they, I, I was just going to get some boxes and, like, block the door. Yeah, and this it is so much better. To, but Come this on. is <laughs> So, all of the yeah, all of the mannequins. Uh, right, I need to figure all this out. So I apologise now because I'm totally fine. It was just complicated, and you take your time. Um, okay. As you do this, you just hear in, in the comment again. Well, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> meow? Did you just say meow? Or did you say no? No, Nal said no. I said why. Oh, I uh, right, meow. okay. Wow. They are a big cat. <laughs> okay, so all five of them are gonna attack the the Rakshasa. Uh, with disadvantage, uh, they're still greater invisibility, please. Okay. Uh, well, the first one, I'm assuming a six will not hit. Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, oh, that was two nineteens. Uh, so that's a twenty-four. Well, that does hit. Yes. For the second one. One of the mannequins. Uh, Clonk. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> A uh, nine for the third. Yep. No. Uh, yeah, they're not doing well. Um, Thirteen for the fourth. Nope. Oh, man. Apart from that, 19, these have all been dog shit. 
Um, and another nine for the fifth. Okay, I like so your alternate visage, five mannequins walking over jerkily and flailing wildly at the air, and one of them just boom, and you hear it. Ow! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Uh, right, what's it doing? It's doing, I mean, it's, it's doing all of the damage. Yeah, yeah, great, that tracks. Uh, that does four damage! Woo! Nat, it is five attacks opportunity if they leave the room. That is what yeah. this is. It is yes. literally putting meat in the room. It's a very good way of dealing with that problem. <laughs> very good. Cool. So um, I, I would like them all to sort of be positioned not outside the Rakshasa's range. They're, they're not incurring an attack of opportunity, but they're definitely between the Rakshasa and the door. So it's like a little army of mannequins just going <laughs> by the doors. Cool. No problem. Uh, are they doing pause to be insulting? Is that something you've done? The, but no, no they're, but I'm, I'm assuming that the classic, like, they have no head. Some of the hands have fallen off. Oh, God. Sort of mannequins. Well, no, a lot Maybe of them, you turned the head. heads because you were scared that some of their heads are on at really weird oh, that's angles. that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you would notice, looking at the mannequins, that all of them appear to be elven. Yes. So Mag- much for a multicultural city. Mm. Okay, good. Right. Oh, this, might have been, this might have been an elven-specific shop. There might have been a dwarven clothing shop down the road. Why not just shops for everybody? Well, yeah. yes. Yeah. It might have been like elven theme. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. get your elven clothes. Do you know what I mean? Anybody can have them, different sizes. But look, all our mannequins have elven people. I'm imagining we're elven the Elrond Taylor's. It's okay, good. Uh, um, right, uh, you, you get to the back door and you can see everything I have described for everyone to see when they see the back door. Nothing has changed. Okay, but I can't see anyone, right? Because they've all gone further. You can, can I see s- Nate? You can see Nate flying away and you can see um, Anton and Nazaril on the far side of these catwalk walkways. Walk cats? Catwalk, walkway, catwalk. Um, on the far side. Oh, I thought they went further. No, I no, just 50 feet. Just boink oh, okay, great. across the way. Um, you can see the two of them as well, and you can see this tail coiling around the door as well. Anton, you can see the Marilith now. There's a door in front of you. Yeah, but Ildrathne's trying to get past, right? Uh, oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and the, the thing is going to probably attack her, right? I mean... Well, that's just me. That's just me saying the obvious, isn't it? I mean... I, I, will, uh, I will look at it, and from the the, the crystal ball, again, aligns with, like, uh, Anton's third eye, and instead of coming from his temple, uh, that, that undead eyeless gap appears, and a shimmering psychic glance of power emanates from it, Woot. and I cast Rotham's psychic glance. <laughs> Ralephim's Psychic Lance on the Marilith as a Wisdom save, Intelligence save. Uh, it is an Intelligence saving throw of 18, please. Ugh, what a 16. Bye-bye! <laughs> You're falling now! <laughs> when you, what's the damage? It's standing on a roof. It's not like, it's not like oh no, it, I've been hit. Well, it's incapacitated. And uh, it's standing on a roof. It sounds a little dangerous. Uh, it is a snake. It is very good at balancing on its tail. I will not when it's incapacitated. This. When it's incapacitated as well. These roofs are not like angled ridiculously. They're mostly flat roofs because oh, it's a... Oh, <laughs> oh use, it as a, use it as a swing. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Seven. Give me the damage while I incapacitate the, the, the really powerful monster. Okay, so we have ten. We have uh, ten. That. It's just that's your level right before legendary resistances. It's really annoying. 
So 24, 25 of my finest psychic damage sur play. What do you say? What do you mean, what do I say? You just do it. You just do it, no response, just bang. Yeah, no, he just looks and just goes boom. <laughs> okay. You don't have to say anything. Uh, cool. uh, the, I the think Marilith he's just helping is, The Marilith is poleaxed and just sort of, because it, it has so many arms, it just sort of like flops around. It's, it's clearly in a state of not quite sure what's going on in this. Um, cool, you and Nezril are standing by a door. Uh, I guess, can, could I open it as well? Could I like turn around and then be like... You open the door. In front of you is a um, another storeroom, it looks like, or some kind of like back room. It's, uh, again, not, not well lit at all. Cool, I'll uh, head into there and pop my goggles down so I've got dark uh, Are you taking Nezril with you? I will assume their movement is with your movement if you're taking them with. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to Nezril as he's, as Anton's moving and be like, can you do anything to help Ildrathni? And then move into the room. Okay, then they will stay there. You ask if they can do just it. Just not answer. answer. <laughs> They'll just, just stay there. Stuff. I like, I like, I like this person. They just do things. You know? Correct. Yeah, they don't talk about it much. Uh, cool. Right. Thank you, Anton. You're welcome. Uh, if you move through the storeroom and you move 30 feet, um, you'll move to the back, you'll get to another. This looks less like a shop front and more like a warehouse. There's lots and lots of boxes. Um, there are windows, but they're higher up. You, you can see some stairs going down and stairs going up. And I want to go down, don't I, to the castle? Uh, to get to the road level, yes, you want to go down. Cool. You run down the stairs because you can get a bit of movement out of this. Well, just like start, yeah. You're heading telling towards every, the stairs. Like telling everybody where, where the routes are. Oh, so no, cyclically, no, being, <laughs> cyclically being like explaining the route. Yeah, cool. Right. Ava, it's your turn. Everything's fine. What's it going to be? Um, Ava's a bit stuck. She doesn't want to get the Wand of Orcus out because then Nez might get the Wand of Orcus, so that has to stay hidden. Ava also just sort of doesn't do super well with being grappled. Um, when Jeremiah got ripped apart, she was held in place and forced to watch, so that taps straight into not happy places for her. So I don't think she's going to do anything clever at all. I'm trying to work out if she even is going to do six Eldritch Blasts or if she's just going to do a completely futile strength check. Um, I think I need to roll to see how much she's panicking, because if it's not loads, then she must know her strength is fine and that's a dragon. Her strength is five. Um, uh, that was only a five on the dice, but I have a plus nine to wisdom saving throws. I'm going to assume that she will at least know that she should shoot it rather than pointedly try and break out of a dragon's Grip, mm -hmm. please. Can I fire six Eldritch blasts? I know it's going to be at disadvantage because it is close range. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Yay! This is what you do. You need to thank me. Uh, okay, I'm just going to shout out the six numbers. Seventeen. Nope. What is happening to me? Nineteen. Nope. Uh, Twenty-eight. Yes. That's one out of three. Uh, Twenty-seven. Yes. Two out of th four. Uh, 18. Nope. Oh, dead nat 20, and then a dirty 20. Uh, yes, dirty 20 is what you need to hit. So three hit. Three out of six. That's not very good, Chris. This is not. Um, I'm a bit scared, can you tell? So that's going to be 3d10 plus 15. That's a 10, a 2, and a 7. That is 19 plus 15, 34 points of damage. That's not very many to an ancient dragon. They barely even react. Um, 
can I use my movement to try and... Your grapple can't okay. move. Yeah. Uh, in that case, if use action and bonus action, Ava will just yell at the dragon. Put me down. That's it. Cool. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is Everything awesome. So, 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 so fine. Hmm. That's a happy noise, Chris. I don't like it. What? It's turn, right? Mm. I'm, I'm presuming this creature has legendary actions that it's just not been used as well. I would need to. Smile. <laughs> Niall. <laughs> Niall. No, 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 but like, that was your answer. Like, you could have, you could have done a lot of things a lot of time ago. I don't think, I don't think that they're going to do anything. They really don't need to. You've cast your spell. It's done absolutely nothing to them that they can't heal in a day. I suppose they'd rather you were unconscious. They're going to try and make you unconscious. That's nice. Um, as they're By going... finding Nemo, just like, <laughs> wake up, fishy. <laughs> uh, what they will do is, you're being held in their one of their uh, front claws. They will just lazily, while flying away, no effort required, really, just reach down and just blow into their hand where you are and keep you enclosed inside it. Uh, can you make me a constitution saving throw, please? Yeah. Uh, um, that's 14. That fails. Okay. Everything is awesome. <laughs> you take 49 necrotic damage. I Ooh. am resistant to necrotic damage. Okay, you take half of that, so 24. Oh, okay. Uh, you are weakened until the end of your next turn. You have disadvantage on strength-based ability checks and saving throws. Weapon attacks that rely on strength deal half damage. This is what it would do. Like, weak now. Shush. Don't do anything shush, shush, shush. Come on now. Strength-based is not my thing. He's basically there going, come on now. Come on, come on. Shush. And um, like you are an insect. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep flying. And we use a bonus action to teleport as before. Um, you are now flying to a point where they're 200 feet away and the others have moved considerably far the other way. Um, I'm going to say for the time being that you and Nez are out of combat because you are too far away for the party to seriously affect the situation. And I, every six seconds, I will keep firing six Eldritch Blasts at them. If you do it again, they will just bite and claw you until you're unconscious. That is what's going to happen. Okay, then that is what's going to happen. Okay. Um, they'll probably try and talk to you about it. Can we come back to it in about 10, 15? Perfect. Oh, I thought that's what they were saying. Like, <laughs> can, we just, can we just come back to this? I <laughs> just wanted to be super clear that Ava's not like, oh, I guess I'll just go with them. No, no, of course not. That's totally right. fine. But hanging in the claw like an angry cat. <laughs> <laughs> And it's much longer than we thought. <laughs> it was actually seven foot tall. Who knew? Uh, good. Right. Uh, Nat. Yeah. The Rakshasa. Yeah. Is going to. <laughs> is going to just try and move past all of these things because it's cross. Got my dice. Hang on. Because it's Rakshasa, the hands are reversed. So it's like. <laughs> the other way. What? <laughs> Rakshasas have reversed hands. Their hands, the thumb is on the bottom. Okay. 
Yeah, they're kind of weird looking. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Niall, for that image. <laughs> like, like, pick up phones like that. Like... <laughs> you wait. It'll get weird in a second. It'll get really weird in a second. Because all of this is great already. <laughs> Um, they're going to just wa- they're gonna just walk away from the- they're going to push their way through the mannequins five attacks of opportunity as they push their way through oh, the they don't care <laughs> That's, that is the oh, funniest thing in the world they come fight me like we will fight the infernal hells of the owl <laughs> I like the, the, the idea that they're they're just doing like the windmill like arms going round not attacking just walking through like a get out of the way <laughs> Uh, this is really disappointing that it's at all at disadvantage because I've rolled a couple of nat 20s. Still uh, invisible, technically. Ah, uh, greater invisibility. Yeah. Great. Miles, none, none of those. Oh, did it roll a con state the last time it got hit? It did not. It's fine. Fuck! Oh, <laughs> is it? Thanks for trying. You can't see it! Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Almost like I thought about it beforehand, Niall. I mean, really. What do you... What is I this, kindergarten? You, have, you know, I have to get excited for a second, <laughs> you know. Any hit, Nat, at all? Uh, none of them broke a 13. No. I think it's fair to say that Rick just pushes them out of the way, uh, steps around and steps into the doorway. Um, they will see Nate flying away. They will see Nezaril on the walkway. Um... Oh, you're here. Ugh. Oh, and you're there as well, Jonathan. Yeah, that's right. You're right there because you didn't step out. So they'll come. They'll step up to you. They'll step up right to you. Cool. <laughs> the claw didn't do that much, and they know that. Please make the wisdom saving throw. Uh, twenty-four. As it steps up to you, <laughs> it will drop the invisibility, and you see a tiger-like humanoid. They are dressed in what I can only describe as a Flash Gordon outfit. It is oh my God. all of the modern stuff that came presumably from somebody you don't know yet, something to do with hippos. Um, they look to be like in a space suit, and they look mega Flash, and um, yeah. they will pull out a pistol, but they're holding it because the thumb is on the bottom of the hand, they have to hold it on the outside of the hand <laughs> to make to hold it correctly. It looks really odd. Do they not? Do they not just hold it upside down? No, they don't like, hold it upside down. No, no, they hold it on the outside of the hand. Sean and I spend a long time on this mini, and it hold it on the outside of the bloody hand. <laughs> and it will raise its other hand, and a shield made entirely of light, so like a hard light construct for us sci-fi nerds out there, appears on the other arm, and it just looks at you and says why not join us instead then look like you're quite fun they tried to dominate uh, you and you fa- and they failed i i thought it was gonna sing it's like you know into a kill every one of us they think they look cool they think they look like okay. the shit and you can tell every every ounce of them says i am the coolest person you've ever met for sure <laughs> <laughs> Person <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not what I was expecting, actually. Um, well done, I suppose. Kind of got a mission on the go already. Uh, can we cycle Shame. back to this later? You're an impressive warrior. Thank you very much. 
If you leave, I will try and strike you down. Okay. <laughs> that is the end of that conversation. Right. <laughs> Good. Okay. Sure. Oh, I'll tell you, <laughs> the Marilith is incapacitated. Um, what does that have to roll? Niall, what does that have to roll? It might just be till the end of my next turn. Let me just double check. Oh, for God's sake. It's, a, it's an absolutely naughty spell. Um, <sighs> okay, the target intelligence and cast, yeah, incapacitated until the start of my next turn. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. As you say, this as you say, we're going to have this conversation. Um, the Rexhouse will just call out the window and say, um, "Get the name right." Ishith, <laughs> make sure this one doesn't leave. And the tail just like, hangs ah. down by the door. Ah, they with you? <laughs> yes. It'll just be so fun in combat. <laughs> All right. She's fun out of combat too. Yeah. You've seen it when she's sad. Yeah. Boo. That's respect, sass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From the other side of the walkway, seeing all this, Nezaril, feeling like they have to make up for things. Okay, they are going to reach their hand out towards you, Hildrathne, and from their hand, a dragon will waft out. It grows all of the, it grows like a, almost like gas pouring out of their hand into this humongous dragon rearing over the top towards you. And roars, just bellows at the Wisdom saving throw. An actual dragon or like a spectral? You can't tell, it looks pretty real. Oh. Yeah, the Rexhouse fails. And the Rexhouse says, oh, that uh, <gasps> just looks out, see this dragon, and is frightened by the effect. Frightened. Because it's a dragon. Dragons have frightful presence. The Fuck. Ah, right, and uh, presence. <laughs> Do you want to go back inside and hang out with the mannequins? The dragon will just stand there, wafting its wings, and Nezra will shout out to you. Quick, come over as fast as you can. On Anton's my way. going downstairs. And then they will turn and hurry down the stairs after Anton. <laughs> they are slower than Anton, that's before. Cool. But what? I thought they'd stop pretending. They're still slower than you. Even if they stop pretending, they're still old. Like, they can, st- can drop the pretense of not being conniving. They can't drop the pretense of not being old. They're, just, they're genuinely oh, old. Um, good, right. They're pretending their speed is 15 feet. It's actually 25. Mm. <laughs> Uh, oh, boy, yeah, the dragon's just sitting there waiting for you to get past the breath. He says, up to you what you do with that, but that is happening. Cool, right. Um, initiative, where's the initiative tracker? There it is. Uh, you do hear fighting from the street outside the front of the house. Those of you who can still hear the front of the house, probably just still drafting. Nate, you're flying away. You, This dragon's appeared, like, right next to you. Looks... Yeah. Slightly spectral, but um, it's not like, oh, that's an illusion. Like, there's more to it than that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't know then. Um, 
I think I'll kind of like dodge around the dragon a bit mm-hmm. um, and then I'll look back over at Eldrathne. Um, Currently in the doorway, yep. Yeah. Do you, do you want, do you need a hand to get over? I could probably make it if you need to get away. Well, no, I was, I was just going to fly over the building and meet them on the other side. I think they're going down. Yeah, I know. Like, Oh, it's a really long conversation. I love it. It's like <laughs> tense combat. I'm gonna go over there. Do you want to go down? <laughs> um, can, you, can you see where Ephemera went? Roll a perception check. I mean, that, that's what I'll do. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. Um, oh, get sick. Uh, actually, that's not too much. That's uh, eighteen. Uh, Ephemera's in a tree over there. Just around the in a tree. Are you waving or are you just there looking a bit shell shocked? Just there like really wide eye you probably just see the see like the whites of the eyes. Uh, just you like... see a you see a terrifying Victorian waif child ghost in a tree. With the hat. Yeah, she's just over there, but I I think I think we've lost Ava. For now. That that dragon yeah, it's it's got pretty far right now. You can still just about see it. Okay, maybe check in with Ephemera. Will do. Very long, six seconds. Yeah. That's fine. Um, Nate, what are you doing? Uh, Yeah, I'm heading over towards Ephemera, I think. Grand. Ephemera, it is your turn. Nate's heading over towards you. Nate's got 60 feet of movement, so it's getting quite close. You can see it's Nate flying over, probably to check in on you. You can can Um, all talk to each other. You're still telepathically connected. Cool. Um, So everyone's just kind of trying to convene on the floor, right? Seem to be. Um, I'm just going to stand there and wait for Nate to come over, I suppose. <laughs> okay. No problem. Eldrathne. Um, the Rakshasa is frightened. It can still do things, but it gets its attacks will have disadvantage because of the dragon. Um, the Marilith is still incapacitated because I hate this game. Uh, so... You can make your way out onto the balcony, and you can't jump fifty feet. We've established this. You can jump yeah. about twenty-five. I'd say maybe thirty with a good with a good check. But there are walkways around the outside, around the outside, around the outside. So you could potentially use a dash action to get all the way around and out. Yeah, but people are going down, right? How high yeah. up are we? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> about thirty feet up. Oh, that's all right. I'll jump down. <laughs> He's gonna jump. I want to disengage. And, uh, yeah, I'll jump down. Are you trying to uh, jump to the floor, or are you trying to jump through the building? No, I'm trying to just, like, <laughs> jump. I'm going to swing my legs over the balcony. Okay. And uh, and jump down. And if it looks like, oh, it might be a bit far, I've got spider climb and a ridiculous strength, so I'll, like, grab onto the next balcony down and drop myself next balcony down and drop myself. I am very happy to say that you can winter soldier this descent and just get your way down with no yeah. damage taken, just being cool right. and spider climbing and awesome. Um, three point landing. Three point landing, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the ground quakes. Right on the knees. <laughs> um, Assassin's creeding it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is there a haystack? I'll haystack. No, because you'd die. Um, <laughs> I'm going to jump off this ginormous <laughs> building into a haystack and I'll be fine. Fair, if you play Assassin's Creed like I do, you do die when you jump off the because you miss that. <laughs> <thing. 
<laughs> you do the, the eagle jump and the backflip and then just land on your back on concrete. That's what you're great. Okay. I just um, made that mistake where I'm like, oh, there's a haystack there. And then I jump a bit too early at the wrong angle. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see the jump and know this is going to go badly. Okay, good. Um, right. Uh, it's going to try and shoot you with its with its laser pistol as you go. Okay. It's not attack opportunity. It can't do that. It's going to try and swipe you with its claw. As you go, at I did disengage. You disengaged, and it can't even do that. It's just looking scared at the big dragon, which might be an illusion or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. In which case, you make your way to the bottom. That's totally fine. There is a door at ground level. Uh, it's locked if you move over to it. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I've got an action or anything left. So, I would you will... like to shoulder charge as part of your movement? If you'll allow that, then yes, please. Well, you're a fucking tank. Go for it. Roll me an athletics check. I am a meteor. <laughs> I would like us all to remember, I think it's my favourite scene in a Bond film ever, because most Bond films are a bit dreck, but this one really caught yeah. it, where there's someone doing like, parkour and jumps through a tiny window, he just goes, bam, through the door underneath and goes, ah, stod and keeps going. <laughs> Open a seat, ah, it's so fun to do, just running through drywall. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show that we shouldn't use it, you know? <laughs> the fact that you can run through it. What was that, that exact? Uh, 27. Yeah, you... <laughs> He just shoulder charge the door and just boom, go straight through it. No, Tom, even Thomas, I, I love Thomas, but Thomas got nothing on Eldrathne. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like Just shoulder charge, bang, you're through, it's done. Um, you disappear from the scene as well. Uh, cool. Um, you are out of here. Anton, you're already running downstairs. Nezval's also running downstairs. Everyone's out of that space. What you will all see if you look back is this gigantic spectral dragon will breathe out its breath weapon. It has a breath weapon. Um, it's intelligence check, see if you believe it's real. Which, both of them fail. You hear screaming from the two fiends as uh, this illusory dragon starts blasting when they're clearly running or getting away. You've got away from them, that's the important thing. And Nezarel is joining you. That's all good. You are all running. You can convene in the park under Ephemera's tree, which is what's now forever going to be called. Um, as Nate has very clearly signposted the way. That's all fine. Hey there. Hi. Hello. So you Eldritch blasted like six times and three of them got through into the hand. Mm -hmm. As you do that, Nez will go, Ow! Look. We're going to have a chat about your artifact. That's just going to happen now. I don't want to hurt you, but if you keep hurting me, I will knock you out. Do you want that? I want you to put me down. Now. In the middle of this city. We're going to my island. It's much nicer. There's wine. No. Are you going to keep trying to hit me? I will unleash another six hours fast. <laughs> we can roll for it, but they, they have a plus. Yeah. Hang on. It's a plus 12 to hit on its bites and claws in the stat block, but they'll just be basically going shush now. I mean, I only have an 18. You'd have to roll below. You'd have to, yeah, you have a three quarters chance of hitting. Yeah. Uh, they are going to knock you unconscious. Lovely, I'll I will say, my hit points down to zero. I will say that you can get in a couple of more Eldritch Blasts, so you do do some more damage to it, but it's got 280 hit points, even if you... Only 280, good to know. Um, not, it's, that's quite a lot. Um, I could do 100 per turn, it's fine. Um, 
Cool. Yes, I have marked my hit points down to zero. I would like to get in as many Eldritch Blasts before that point as is possible. In all fa- how many hit points you got left? So it was 73. 73. In all fairness, it would take them two rounds. So if you wanted to keep firing away, you're welcome to. Um, you're not going to break down 280 hit points because That's you're not, not thinking straight. So yeah. And it's all at disadvantage. Um, she's really not. Yeah. So. Um, she's full on panicking. Yeah. This is bad. I don't think anything really that's happened to her since the worst thing has actually like, other than reminding her of the worst thing. This is a new thing that is maybe got through all the layers of I don't care what happens to me anymore and is actually really scary. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nurse flies away with you. You're unconscious. You don't know where you're going. Uh, an island with wine, apparently. How bad could it be? Yeah. And uh, the a wineland. <laughs> the if other you f- will. <laughs> the other five of you convene under a tree in the park. The demon fiend threat for now seemingly um, averted. You should get a little bit further. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the castle, this sort of largish building, which you note, like the side of this gigantic city that's crashed into it, has crashed, like, not quite on top of it, but like skimmed over the top of it. Like the castle had one final shield defense, which went and skipped off and landed. It's like resting on top of the castle. Most of the top floors of it have, like, caved in for the weight of this city. But it's like the city's like at an angle on top of it. I turn to Nezaril. You're going to tell us that we need her, aren't you? No. Oh. What? Why would yeah. I? Well, I thought what did you ask her to come for then? I wanted people to help with getting us to this point. She did. Though none of you care. The day has just been taken off. By a massive fuck-off dragon! If I did, she'd only accuse me of being sanctimonious about it. None of you are going to help me go after her. I care that you care. Please. Please help. Oh, well, when people actually ask me for help, then yeah, all right, but oh, damn it. <laughs> Just don't tell her that I said that. Oh, no, no, no. If we go and rescue her, you are absolutely going to tell her that you said that. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not that, that I'm... And you're going to have words with her about how we deal with people moving forwards. I've been trying to have words with her about it since the beginning. I've just been trying. I told her that, I knew ne- that she needed you guys on side. I told her that I was just trying to make friends. Anton's going to attempt to... He's just going to open his arms to hug Ephemera. There's a, there's a moment of... What, the, what, what is this? Oh. We're going after her. Right? Anton's a look at her, look at Nay, look at Eldrathne, look at Nesserol, and then look at Femra and say, I think that one thing you value is being candid and telling the truth. I have no intention of going for Avon right now. 
but if you say to me that you want her back, if we make it to the missile arc and the missile, I'll do everything in my power to get her back to you. I want her back and I'm not waiting. Have you fought an ancient dragon before? I've not. Getting to the mythal might actually be our best chance of getting her back. But what if she's already what if she's already gone? By the time we get there, we don't know how long it's going to take or if we'll even be successful. It's probably more likely that we'll be able to help her without her than it would be if we went, found her, and tried to come back. Also, if what we do is successful or not, she'd be dead anyway. But if we are successful, then you best believe, and he says with a smile this time, you best believe that we'll be able to get her back regardless of where her soul is on this plane. I don't believe that you truly want to help anyone. I do. You want to help someone or you believe? I believe that he does. I also believe that he's motivated by uh, exploring and discovering. And the, uh, the lengths and the possibilities of power and I think if anyone can do it, it's Anton. Possibly Nate, but... <laughs> I'll give a little smile to Nate. I'm going to make a roll to see if I'm buying into this or not. Oh, what? No, that has to be such a middle-of-the-road roll. <laughs> typical, fucking typical. What was it? It was a, uh, it was just a 10. <laughs> my, my like passive persuasion and deception is a nine. Um, Anton is, is definitely not keen on Ava at all. And, and if anything, there's probably a little bit of, I don't, I think it'd be too much to say, it'd be too much to give away that he definitely tried to orchestrate this. Orchestrate. Uh, it, it'd, be too, it'd be too much to say that, but it would be enough to say that he isn't sad that she's, he isn't sad that she's gone and he definitely thinks that everything will be easier with her gone. But he is being honest when he says that he will do what he can for you. But that he, he fully believes that with Abergon, this will be a lot easier. <laughs> Oof. Unfortunately, an ephemera also has trust issues and has been told 30 minutes ago that nobody actually cares about anything <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, well, he definitely, he definitely cares about you. What is That's this? The consequences yeah. of my own actions? <laughs> Surely not. Is this my bed that I must lie in? <laughs> um, from the hug that Anton had offered, 
gonna kind of pull out, kind of look at you and cast Chill Touch on your neck. <laughs> My girl! Just to kind of hold you there and just kind of gets up in your face and just said, okay, you can clearly see that I'm desperate. You can clearly see that I'll do anything right now to get my best friend back. And you know what, I will. So I'll go along with this. I'll go to the Mifalar or whatever the fuck it is you want. But if you do a single thing to jeopardize or stand in the way or just inaction towards getting Ava back and helping her just survive this, it will be the last thing you ever do. And you can kill me. You can kill me in the blink of an eye. But you can't kill me in a way that matters because I swear, I will come back again. And I will come back with a vengeance. Do you hear me? Hey. Good. I think we have an understanding. And the chill touch disappears. You are picking up some bad habits. <laughs> Or some good ones. Nezril is very clearly just waiting for all of you to sort yourselves out. Are we good to keep going? I am sorry for the loss of Ava, and I do hope we can return to bring her back. But we are so close to our goal now. I will say, with everybody else's passive perception uh, insights, Anton definitely <laughs> dropped Ava the shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's not good at hiding his bones. How did you drop over in the shit on this? Because I told I told Nez that oh, she, she had the one. She particularly had the one of us. That is fair. Gonna die. I may have <laughs> to kill you. Oh. <laughs> You're going to die unless Ava dies first. Cool. Um Nez is Can going to, I? Nez, sorry, Nezra is going to sort of try and shiv you all on towards the castle. Their goal's very close at hand. Uh I'm not Bringing it up for anybody else, this is just uh, for Nate's, in Nate's mind, he's having to think about the wand and the fact that they're both tuned to the wand. Does he think that there's going to be any repercussions <laughs> of being distant from the wand? I think we're going to count this as far enough, yes. Um, and, but like how severe I think those repercussions are going to be and what? They've not told us about that, though. It is fair to say that when an artifact leaves, is far away from you and you are attuned to it, you can assume that it's going to be mighty painful. Now, you can always choose to unattune to the wand, which, as we've also established, is mighty painful. So, I'm not sure you even know that. I'm not sure you're even present for overtaking a metric butt ton of. Um, we did watch it. We no, did watch but it, actually, we I, was, I was meaning more of a like a, maybe roll arcana or something of just what I what I know from. Go on, roll arcana. Stuff. Why not? Oh, that's not not great. So <laughs> it ends up being a thirteen. <laughs> Can I roll to see how much pain I'm going to be in? Sure. Have you ever run a tune from the one? Yeah. You've never unattuned from the wand, so you don't know what will happen. No, but I have seen Ava unattuned from the wand. Looked painful. Unattuning rather than the... Oh, okay. But we don't know about the distance. 
We've never been that far apart. Oh no! Almost like it was planned. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna die again. Attitude, attitude, and you'll be okay, maybe. I mean, I have 43 hit points. Hildrathni likes you. Oh wait. Okay, I can. Okay, I I turn black mold mode. Are you going to unattune from it? I think I have to, or else I'm just. But it's my only connection. Are you going to say anything? You, you, you are all very knowledgeable about magic. We're both attuned to that wand, and it's God knows where. If I unattuned from it, if I don't, is it going? Is it going to hurt? I mean, I would think eventually, yeah, I don't know how how long though. That kind of thing, I think, very much depends on the specific item. If you want to tune to it, and Eva dies, then Ness has the one of Orcus. If Eva dies, and unattunes to it, you have the Wonder Orcus. And I would much rather you have it than this. Eldrafni, someone's opinion I care about slightly more. Please. <laughs> Someone looks at Nate and is like, is she talking about you or me? <laughs> you will never know. <laughs> Nate just gives a look of both of us. <laughs> I, we I, are out of the time. I don't want to rush you. I, I agree with Anton that I'd much rather it was under your control than Nez's. Honestly, I'd rather it was under your control than Ava's. Uh, but if it's if it's going to hurt you by being far away, I I can help, but only to a limited amount. I can't keep you alive indefinitely. I only have so much magical energy. Um, I can. I can try. I, I don't think it would work, given the how higher level is a stupid word to use. That's out of character. Uh, given given the the importance and quality of this, the power of this this item, uh, I can try doing something to try and remove the curse, but I don't think it will work. I think this is just a risk I'm going to have to take. I'm just going to have to stay stay attuned. Well, it's my best chance at getting back to Ava, to be honest. If it feels like it's going to go horribly wrong, do tell us. There's a, there's a nod. Just like a little curt nod. Well then, Alonzi. <laughs> Are you all heading towards the palace? It's very close now. Yes. Ephemera, roll me a constitution saving throw as you go. Yeah. Ten. You take one level of exhaustion. One. And there will be more rolls. Cool. Well, that's what we're going to wrap up for today. 
How's everyone doing? What a game. What a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely fantastic game. We're very over time, so I'm going to make this brief. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Don't worry, this is perfectly fine. The uh, players will, be some, maybe some, maybe all be joining you next week. We shall see. But anyway. See you all soon. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, we are streaming on Mondays, on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Uh, BST. We are currently streaming one shots. Not sure which one it is, or we may just be about to start a new four-parter show. I'm sorry if I'm more specific. We record way in advance on some of these, so no idea. Anyway, um, thank you so much to our sponsors and supporters, to the D20 Club. You are wonderful. Check out our Patreon. Check out our Wiki. Check out our Discord. So many places you can engage with us and uh, the players and the patrons and everyone else. It's really lovely. Uh, and uh, we're on socials. Lots of RPG everywhere you uh socialize <laughs> there's also podcast versions of all of our shows thank you so much for watching bye bye everyone good night bye bye